All right, welcome back. This is Milky. And this is Bilby. Welcome to your scene. Fuck yeah. Oh, I tell you what, I got real fucking lucky this past week and won something I've been trying to get my hands on for quite some time now. The ultimate collection from Draft. All five albums on two LPs with the crazy lyric book all wrapped up in a neat box. So dope. Shoutouts to all the legends putting these things on. Uh, I also picked up the 7-inch from Kane Pyrex. Uh, featuring Culprit of King Connected. Yeah, don't know how I slept on that one. Dope stuff. Nice to put that one in the collection. I believe there might still be copies of that available on uh, a Quality Unknown's Bandcamp as yeah, well. Yeah, there is. Um, and yeah, I grabbed that one from Union Heights as well. So they've yeah. got them there. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, so this week we had the absolute pleasure of sitting down with the one and only Mogwai. Uh, yeah, got to be one of the most animated and funny dudes I've come across, and we had an absolute ball with this one. Uh, we talk everything from the Monkey Talk, from his first EP in 2018, to his stellar album, Milk Crate Cinema, to all the incredible new music he's got sitting in the pipeline ready to drop for you all. He's quite the storyteller, so sit back and strap in for a wild ride with Mogwai. As always, if you click play on this one, you're a bloody legend. So let's get into it. Yeah. Well, we have with us here today one of the most unique and well-defined MCs in the country, representing the No One Network and the Who Knows crew. He's collaborated with some of the best in the business, and his incredible 2019 album is still in very high rotation on my home front. He's been working and growing his sound for a number of years now, and is consistently putting out some world-class hip-hop out of Melbourne. Mogwai, thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh, How you doing, man? Thanks for having me, man. That yeah. was a really, really lovely intro. Oh, pleasure, man. I'm thanks, thanks for being here. <laughs> I'm, I'm rosy cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Milky's always got that shit rock. It's oh, so that's hard, really gorgeous. Man. It's so good. I feel, yeah, <laughs> that's me for the day. <laughs> <laughs> so you've just spent a significant period of time in the States. What are you doing over there? Um, I guess, uh, so a bit of backstory, I guess I'm, I'm studying. Yep. And so the university uh, gave me the opportunity to go over there. But um, yeah, look, it was good. And I went, I was, I was in San Diego, yep. I was, which was dope. I was like living near the border of um Mexico, Tijuana, Tijuana, baby. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, no, it was, look, it was a lot of fun and I was pretty much there to study, but the, um, the Dr. Jekyll and like Mr. Hyde in me sort of fucked it up for myself. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, um, like Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana, mm. you know, like I, I'm, sp- I was supposed to be there to study. But then, um, yeah, I let my freak flag fly. <laughs> no, it's good shit <laughs> and to got, do, though, and man. Got like... into a, got into a, you know, some, some, you know, I did some dumb shit, and I ran, <laughs> and I ran out of money, and I was supposed to be there for six months, and uh, I narrowly escaped at the three month mark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with like no money, and luckily no expulsion. Or like yeah, that. true that. But yeah, it's, yeah, the stories are not appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I didn't do anything heinous. I just like. I did what you'd expect me to do. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Just uh, mainly a wild couple of nights in Mexico. Yeah. Was the, was the... Anyway, <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I was doing in the States. And uh, and then, yeah, I came back early because I uh, ran out of money. 
Yeah. Big time ran out of money. Well, you came back in a good time. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. Because my return flight was set for the 14th of April. And oh, that was like... Fuck. Smack bang. Yeah, straight COVID, up. COVID. Yeah. City. That yeah. was hectic. That yeah. Was, yeah. So happy, happy days there. Yeah, no, very definitely. Lucky. Yeah. And it's also good to just fucking enjoy yourself as yeah. well. Oh, dude, 100%. Enjoy absolutely. Oh, fuck. I mean, yeah. I just... I was like... I was living in a house with like uh, engineering students, you know, shout out um, Rish and Nikolai and Kevin, uh, if they're listening from San Diego. <laughs> um, and I more or less like fucked up their entire living dynamic. Like I, um, I, I was most certainly the most um, lively housemate they'd ever had. Yeah. They were all like engineering students and yeah. stuff and, mm. and, um, and except for Nikolai, Nikolai was like the equivalent of like a uni tutor. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I brought, you know, I brought Nangs into yeah. the house <laughs> and Nangs in the States is like huffing glue. Like, yeah. like, like they, like my Russian, like, so my Russian housemate, cause he was from Russia, he knew about them, but because, uh, Rish, my other housemate was like spent most of, he was from India and then spent most of his time in the States because in the States I don't really do Nangs or anything like that. Mm. You really know about them. And then like, when I, you know, ordered some online because I was getting homesick. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and then. Nang City. Yeah, Nang City. Represent, no, Nang, yeah, no, Nang City won't go that far. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and so then he was getting really, he got really into them by the end of the trip, which was worrying. I ended up leaving him with the nader and the, and the, and the means. And, um, and I remember, like, he offered our Russian housemate who did know what they were. And uh, he came home like, fuck, I had one night. And he was like, oh, Nikolai, do you want to, you know, do you want to do some nangs, bro? <laughs> nangs, bro? And he was just like, um, he was like, okay, man, yeah, whatever. what, Whatever the fuck, I don't care. <laughs> and then, like, we brought him downstairs and he goes, oh, no. <laughs> Balloons. <laughs> Balloons. No. No. That shit fucks you up. It does, so, man. Yeah. No, no, up. absolutely, man. No, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a sesh head by any means, yeah. but I mean, you get a little bit homesick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, straight Sometimes up. you just want to. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. going to be an ad lib, man, yeah. in a track. <laughs> you did that way too perfectly. I did, yeah. did. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll get it off the yourself. Yeah, and send cool. it to you, yeah, fucking <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean. As I said, the adventures and uh, not safe for wear, but I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, I brought people into that house that they'd never met before. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, went to Mexico on several occasions with my housemate or one major night, and then I went back on my own. But yeah, which was yeah, Mexico's a dangerous place. Yeah, it is a dangerous I place. Can imagine. And my my parents were always like, oh, you know. Mexico's a dangerous place. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't go to Mexico. And I was like, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously going to go to Mexico because Mexico looks fucking awesome. And then, um, and then I got to California and everyone in Mexico is like going to bloody, I don't know. It's like going up to Byron Bay or like, but not even, it's like way closer. It's like going down the beach. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, uh, you know, everyone was like, oh, TJ, TJ, yeah, TJ's awesome, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, fucking... My parents had no idea what they were talking about. Eh? Like, just got to like literally the border of, of like San Isidro border, and everyone's talking about how great Mexico is. No, like great Mexico's yeah. great. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, fuck, Mexico is dangerous. Yeah, like take it from me, it's not like it's you know supposed to be like in the movies and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's like way closer to that whole like, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, TJ is like a, a, a border town as well. So it's mm. like there's a really strong um, cartel presence. Yeah. Like they have like a good grip on it. Oh, so yeah, it's, um, it's a funky place. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty full on. It's well, funky. good to see you made it back in one oh, piece. Oh, it's so. honestly a miracle that I didn't come back <laughs> in several pieces. Yeah. <laughs> well, now that we got that out of the way, yeah. let's talk a bit of hip hop. Yeah, uh, cool. How did you get involved with the No One Network and Who Knows crew? I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a really long story. I mean, it's not that long, but <laughs> I mean, um, so I pretty much started off here, uh, just obviously because I live in Melbourne, which is actually a ridiculously common um, misconception. Like people constantly think I'm living in Brisbane, yeah, yeah, all the time, yeah, and because um, you're always fucking there. I know, <laughs> I know. But now these days, I spend more time up in the mountains, if anything. But yeah. no one thinks I live in the mountains. Yeah, so <laughs> but yeah, um, and so yeah, so essentially, what happened was, I mean, I linked up with. Um, uh, I linked it. I was, I was trying to, I wanted to start that, uh, damn dirty ape CP pretty much. And yeah. it was the, it was the first, it was my first body of work really recorded in a studio on original beats and mm. that sort of a thing. And I had a mate who, and I didn't know shit about real life hip hop as mm. in like I was ahead for, you know, my entire teenage mm. life. But I mean, when it came to like making hip hop in a studio, like I didn't know what a mix was. I didn't know, you know, mm. I mean, you could have like, we could have recorded it and and I would have been like, great, man, can I just get that bounce and I'll, <laughs> and I'll upload it to Spotify. To, you know what I mean? I had yeah. no idea. And, um, and I had a mate who sort of seemed to have like a bit of a better idea than me at the time, um, Jimmy, and he lived in, he lived in Brisbane. And so, and we always used to link up and I used to go to Brisbane mainly for, for graffiti stuff. And just to hang out, just to get blotto. And, um, yeah, and then uh, I didn't know what to do about making music in Melbourne. I just felt like, yeah, a small fish in a big pond and I didn't know where to go and I had too much sort of, I don't know, I'd sort of, there was, I had a lot of respect for everyone that was making hip-hop in Melbourne, so much so that I was, like, intimidated mm, to yeah, for sure. approach them and yeah. be like, oh, yeah, hey, can I... I've got this song that I'm sitting on and I'd love to come and record it. Cause I don't, you know, no one wants to make a dick of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And so, uh, Jimmy was like, Oh man, you've got to come, come up here. And like, he, he was old friends with like all the sort of all those guys, the no one network dudes and, um, and like the syntax so sort of around the syntax time. Yeah. And, um, he was like, yeah, come and record with this dude, Sam Steenson. It's who like they all record with nerve and, and all used to, um, and so I did. And so I went up there and I booked a session with Sam Steenson and I recorded two, yeah, two tracks off the Damn Dirty Apes EP. Yeah. And then Kyle Golly sort of came around afterwards and, and heard what we'd made. And he was like, oh, it's really cool that you came all this way to bloody make some music. And I was, you know, I was just kind of like, well, I didn't, like, I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, no, but I was like, yeah, thanks, man. And, you know, at that point in time, hopping on a plane and going to Brisbane made way more sense to me than, than making music in Melbourne. In Melbourne. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And so then, and then I came back and made a music video with some absolute dons. Uh, once again, didn't know anything about the hip hop scene. Wasn't about to go and reach out to any like hectic um, hip hop music video producers yeah and so i went with what i knew which were these two dudes who are beyond fucking unreal uh, uh, names 
Kieran and Walter from Dynamic, shout out Dynamic Visuals. They are like, they, they were these dudes that uh, I sort of knew my entire life and were friends with like through high school and stuff. And they've done some like phenomenal things with video production and stuff. Like they're, they're on a real commercial, like proper business tip and, mm. and everything. And they had time for me to shoot this video, which was, you know, enormous love to them. And what so was I shot the clip? The Damn Dirty Apes video. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mention that. But yeah, it was the Damn Dirty Apes video. It was like shot on like a red camera and stuff. Yeah. It was it was it was wasted on me. Like, I mean, that song, like in hindsight, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I felt I said some heinous things in that song that I don't really Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so um but they shot this phenomenal music video for it. And uh and then when it sort of dropped, uh Carl Golly hit me up and was like, oh wow, like, you know you're doing it proper and, and that's sort of what we're looking for. And he just started sort of like, he'd officially uh, had the Noah network for a little while then and he was looking to expand it. And so that was the sort of natural progression there was to do that. Yeah. And um, and so, yeah, so it was good. And then, uh, yeah, so then Damn Dirty Apes dropped and that was, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I said, you've got to like dig, I mean, like you've got to respect your first release, but. Yeah. Well, we all, we all I, feel yeah, it. I can't say that. And, I, and we're going to get yeah. into it more yeah, yeah. like later on. In, yeah, in yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah cool. Go break that shit down. Yeah, man, 100%. Yeah. But um, so tell us about how you linked up with Who Knows. Man, yeah, honestly. So uh, I, um, it was, it, that was actually sort of around uh, Milk Crate Cinema Time. Mm-hmm. So the second, so my sort of second studio release and I was going for gold and the whole, like, I'm going to do a full album. It's going to be full concept album. It's going to be about, cause I, at the time I was like, um, yeah, getting like super baked and going to the Astor theater. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And they do these like double screenings at the Astor theater. Yeah. It'd be like Dracula and then uh creature from the black lagoon or something, yeah. something like that. And so I'd go, I'd go there. I'd watch the first one like straight and then I'd in the intermission go and just get super blazed in this like because it was like right next to my old high school and yeah. so it was, the, it was the same alleyway where like kids used to go and smoke ciggies before school and stuff yeah. yeah and so it was a little bit nostalgic and I'd like not that I'd ever chonked Darius before school but um, <laughs> yeah so I'd go back behind the theatre and, and just yeah punch a couple of boomsticks and then yeah. and then go back in and catch the second feature and just fucking piss myself on several occasions <laughs> I'd got, gone in there like unprepared and was like didn't have a grinder either I like was chopping a mix in the cinema uh, and then and then uh, because for a period of time my rolling skills weren't really up to scratch I'd like needed light and so I'd like go and sit on the toilet in the theatre like on the lid of the toilet in the theatre and like roll it oh during God, the first man. feature uh, that is so I'm good. atrocious but I mean yeah I guess I, I'd do it alone. I'd always do it alone. I'm an only child, so, I mean, yeah. I enjoy my own company. I can do fucking shit by myself. No worries. And yeah. So, yeah. And then, anyway, so long-winded answer. Uh, That's where the idea for Milk Crate Cinema came from. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, each one's going to be about a different horror movie that I've seen at the theatre. And, and that is the Astor Theatre in the cover art behind oh, me. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. That I'm- is... Yeah, Chapel Street and Dandenong Road. That is yep. a, that's a drawing of the Astor Theatre. Wow. Ex- pretty much exactly how it looks. And... Yeah. Um, I even got him to put a like a cinch tag. Yeah, yeah I saw, yeah, saw, it, saw that. Yeah. It's fucking fresh by Ill One. Uh, no, that. no, that, Ill One did the first one. Oh, Ill okay. One did Damn Dirty Eight. Shout out to Ill One. I love you so fucking much, bro. <laughs> yeah, and, shout and, out to and, Ill One. And and uh, and I almost said his real name. And uh, 
Earrings, ooeys, my bread, our trophy, my dogs. <laughs> Underfunded funky soldiers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, the second artwork was done by a guy called Jess Ray. Yep. And um, and yeah, and he did a good job. And um, and it was exactly how I wanted it to look, really. Yeah. Uh, the only thing is on the Astor, it's actually like a it's a cinch hollow throwy. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. It was good. It was good enough. To it get, is. Just oh, get I, the tag up there and yeah, it made sense. Because yeah. it was like growing up in St Kilda, that was like, he was everywhere. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. It, I, I had, you know, we, we probably are jumping a bit ahead, but you know, I, I did really want to talk on this artwork because it is just, you know, you got the St Kilda tram. Yeah. Number you 19. know what shoots me about that though? I didn't think <laughs> far enough ahead to tell him what number that tram is. Oh, no shit. It's the number 78. Oh. When I was younger, it was the 79. Yeah. And he, and like, no disrespect to him because he just did what I told him to do. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't think far enough ahead to tell him what number the tram was. <laughs> what, number, what number's he on there? The number 19. 19. 19. Yeah. There you go. I mean, if I'd stretched out the top a little bit, it could have made it look like 79. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I did I did love that artwork. Yeah, it's hectic. Um, yeah, it's fresh. You got the Mogwai where we normally say Astor. Yeah, I yeah, I know. Astor just that. Fresh. I loved it, man. When I saw it, I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's so hectic. You got like uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Punching a bug. Yeah, yeah. That bug is huge yeah. too. It's like, the, <laughs> yeah, it's like the size of an electric guitar. Good. Um, yeah. And um, anyway, so uh, I um, I was making Milk Crate Cinema and I was like, yeah, I want to do that. And uh, I'll, t- I'll talk more on Milk Crate Cinema later, but just more yeah. about sort of who knows mm. is... Um, yeah, I, I was sort of talking to Carlos the Jackal. Yeah. Love you, Carl. Yeah. Love you so much, bro. <laughs> and um, and he was talking to me. Well, I was talking to him. Uh, who cares? Whatever. And um, I really wanted to make a tune with him. And he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you should come up. We'll make the tune. Mm. Actually, I think I said I was going to come up. He was like, yeah, we'll make a tune, man. You can record. I'll record. And at this stage, I'm still sort of sitting there like, oh, like... <laughs> I could just come all the way to Sydney and record. Like, you know what I mean? Like, still didn't really have anywhere in Melbourne to record. Um, and I was like, yeah, I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just come to you, bro. It's, it's just a couple of flights. Like, yeah, it's bro. whatever, man. And uh, and then uh, and then I was like, oh, because I, I discussed. So essentially I had found them through uh, a music article, which literally never happens for me. Like, I'm yeah. usually on it. Before that, mm. so, but this musical article came out about other side slug, which yeah. is a fucking unbelievable Such a dope release, man. Just ridiculous, and um, yeah, and I I saw that video and I was like, wow, these these guys are fucking dope. Yeah, and then other side came down to Melbourne, played a warehouse show at OPM. Yeah, and another show at Grumpy's, I think. Yeah. And I caught, I caught the warehouse show. I actually saw Hammy on Chapel Street. It was the first time I met any of them. I saw Hammy on, on Chapel Street. I was fucked. And I, <laughs> I saw this dude and I was staring at him and he was looking at me and I was, and I was staring at him and then he like nudged his mate and they like pointed at me like, oh, this, <laughs> this cunt's fucking staring at us. <laughs> and I was like staring at him, really trying to figure out how the fuck do I know this guy? Yeah. And then I just went, oh, other side. <laughs> I'd literally, that was the, I had seen the article that day. Yeah, I watched right. the video that day and then bought the seven inch that day yeah. and didn't know they were in Melbourne. Yeah. And when I saw him, I just couldn't like 
put it together and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so then from there, then I discovered the rest of the crew. So then I found out about the rest of Who Knows crew. But I also had Carl on Instagram the whole time. Um, Carl later revealed to me that he actually had no idea who I was, which was really great. <laughs> he was like, oh, true, man. I didn't, I don't think I consciously followed you. I think I just sort of had That's you. That's a good one for the ego, bro. Pop it up in my feed, yeah. I think. And I was like, oh, cool. He's like, I never actually had listened to your stuff <laughs> until you started hitting me up. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not. Yeah. And then, um, and then I went down there, made some tunes. I uh, made a song with Carl. Was that coach? That Coach was Koch Lagoon. Yeah. yeah, that was Koch Lagoon. And so, uh, and I and I specifically requested that uh, Crops Man be involved as well. Yeah. Because I'd heard Crops in a few of the things and I was like, that dude is really fucking cool. Like, yeah, man. And his production. Oh, and his production's ridiculous, head, bro. Off its ridiculous. Head, and um, yeah, and I was like, yeah, I want, and then Carl was like, oh, everyone always wants Crops involved. <laughs> and I was like, well, <laughs> you know, man, he's dope. Yeah. Um, and so. So yeah, we made uh, we made that song together, and yeah, they were really good about that. They'd, a lot of people during that album looked after me without me realizing they were looking after me. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I still didn't really understand how everything was sort of how hip hop really worked, how what the done thing was, how things sort of came together. And in hindsight, now knowing how all that goes down, looking back on that album, a lot of people really looked after me, like more mm. than a, like shout outs to Helen Earth. Yeah. You know, she's a fucking trooper. She was a G shout outs to Coots for getting involved in that mm. one. That was, that was huge for me mm. when that happened. Yeah, um, and yeah. And so, yeah, a lot of these people were just really fucking legends about it. And so um, even like, because uh, that trip to the Blue Mountains when I when we recorded Coach Lagoon was actually tacked on to a trip from Brisbane. I'd yep. literally come from Brisbane. We'd just filmed um, Crop Circles. Yeah. And believe it or not, a music video for the song with Helen Earth. Huh. No shit. Which I don't know where it is. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Uh, in the abyss. Yeah, it's in the abyss. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it was dope and she yeah. was dope for being involved in that. And it was really, yeah. Um, and so we, um, yeah, I went from Brisbane to the Blue Mountains mm. and I was only in the Blue Mountains for like two days, but I'd been in Brisbane for like five. And, um, and I was in the, yeah, I was in the mountains at, at Carl's place. He'd never met me before. And he was like, totally cool. Had me staying in his place. And all of a sudden I got this like urgent email from, um, from uni mm. and it was like my overseas uh like uh study correspondent telling me that like my application had been like uh, it was sitting in stasis and it needed like i had not done something to push my application through and it was now past the due date and so i was like because this was before i went overseas and there was a lot of um red tape to do that and i was like especially the states mm. the states is fucking ridiculous yeah and so I was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, fuck, 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 fuck. What am I going to do? <laughs> and uh, and Carl, literally, the day we were supposed to record that song and, like, coach and have a good time, Carl, like, let me use his laptop. And I spent, like, no joke, several hours, mm. put it, like, re-piecing together my application from scratch <laughs> in the mountains yeah, to get it fuck. in on time. And he was yeah. totally cool about it. Yeah. So yeah. What about Kurt? Oh, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Can't speak highly enough about him. Yeah. And um 
yeah, and so then um, that's that was sort of the beginnings of me linking up with who knows was getting right. to know them like that. Yeah, fucking oath. Yeah. So you got a very unique style. Where do you think you've drawn inspiration for your sound? Oh, uh, um, well, look, I guess it's it started. I mean, I've been listening to hip hop for years. Yeah, like rap was my first love. Yeah, mm. like I mean, other than rap, the first CD I ever owned was um, Demon Days by the Gorillas. Yeah, which oh, is, yeah. I mean, yeah. debatable. Yeah, bought, borderline hip hop. Yeah, hip-hop. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, and that was the first CD I ever owned, and literally didn't. And then I mean, I smashed some fucking Jesse McCartney. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful song. <laughs> I mean, that was the first concert I went to. I remember that. I went with my mum. Um, yeah, that was a whole lighters out sort of. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Proper concert. Yeah, that was like atrocious. And then I think I got, I got roped into going to Kylie Minogue as well. I mean, I was an only child, so yeah. like, yeah, I spent a lot of time with my parents doing what they wanted to do. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is fun for me too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm really happy about this. Like, no idea. Mum's like, do you want Kylie Minogue to sign you a program, mate? I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, um, I, I, I back sort of back to that question. I mean, I drew inspiration. So the first CD, I guess, was... Uh, which is crazy to think because this was so late in their career. But the first hip hop CD I ever received was State of the Art by Hilton Woods. Yeah. And um, classic. Classic. Mm. But that is so late in their career. That's yeah. not the calling. That's not the hard road. That is like, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so from there, it was just me working my way way back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Way back. I mean, yeah. I don't know about your collection because I know you're ahead, but I don't know what your collection's like. <laughs> but I would go on record and say that for someone of the younger generation, yeah. I may have one of the stronger collections going. I reckon. Yeah. I mean, Pro- with, I mean, is most of it CD? Most of it's well. CD. And yeah. that's the thing, our generation yeah, was, I was CD. CD. Yeah, I, I grew up buying CDs. I got a mega CD collection. There you go. That- Hip hop yeah. or just in general? Hip hop, yeah. Yeah, yeah, staunch. Yeah. Mine was mainly local hip hop. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I listened to overseas stuff, but I was yeah. more about like yeah. sort of getting that on. Were you shopping at OBs? Yeah. I, oh my God. I, every, because I lived near OBs, so sort mm. of down my neck of the woods. I spent every, because as I said, only child and I yeah. was into hip hop and yeah. no one else in my school was really digging that sort of shit. Every Friday after school, I'd yes. go to OBs from, from 3.30, like straight after school until 5, until they closed, and I'd just stand there, yeah. talk shit, and yeah. browse CDs. Yeah, yeah, bro. I did it at Is It Street, and then when they moved to Commercial Road, I did it at Commercial yeah. Road. I, I was saying this last time I saw you that you, I reckon you two yeah, we had a conversation yeah. for I, I had a, hours about obese and Hilltop. I had a pretty man. similar um, Experience. high school years, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, my, me and my mate Logan, Logals. Shit outs um, logos. Yeah. Like we'd just wag school every Friday, go to obese. Yeah, staunch. And like we became known as like the new release kids. Like whenever there was like a uh, roster um artist drop, like we'd be there. Yeah. Together. And they dope. and they and they had they like they always had signed copies as well, which was just like, oh fuck, yeah. it's on CD. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, you know, like although that whole year all years of like collecting CDs, um, and they're all signed, you know? So you got all this... I've got this massive collection of CDs all signed. Yeah. Just, oh, well, man. then, you know what? 
I mean, I got a good collection, but now I'm I'm feeling like I may have you know nah, been nah, too. It sounds like you've got a pretty fucking strong collection too. I reckon your um, collection definitely surpasses mine. What have we got? Oh, Not yeah, much, I mean, bro. that's wax. I mean, I've got I've got a pretty beginner collection yeah. of wax. I mean, I've yeah. got wax, but yeah. not yeah. nothing I'd boast about. But my CD collection is probably sitting at like all mostly local, yeah. probably about two hundred. Do you have a yeah, discogs? Yeah. Like an, an account? account? I mean, yeah. I did. I tried. I mean, I remember I tried to buy a um, copy of. Uh, Fucking what was it like Illzilla or something? Oh yeah, yeah. And I paid for it, and I never saw it. Damn, and so yeah. I mean, that was sort of the day I stopped using these yeah. cogs. Was when you I, can you can like put in all of your collection yeah. and shit, and they like tally it up and tell you how much it's worth and fuck shit. Me. Yeah, uh, bit of a dick swing contest. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, but it's cool. To, it's a yeah, like it's, it would be cool to know. Yeah, shit, definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. I just never really. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, I was listening to heaps, heaps and yep. heaps and heaps. And I pretty much had, other than a handful of uh, like overseas artists, I pretty much had a self-sustained Australian diet mm, yep. as far as music goes. Yeah. I mean, for, as far as overseas music goes, I was listening to a lot of um, Grave Diggers. Yeah. Uh, Six Feet Deep is like probably one of the dopest albums yeah. in history. <laughs> no, I'm going to say that about a lot of albums, so <laughs> I shouldn't use that so soon. Uh, funk Doobiests. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Funk yeah. Doobiest. Uh, I listened to a fucking farmer's harvest of Cypress Hill. Yeah. Yeah. I was such a stoner. Yeah. <laughs> I was so into Cypress Hill. It's not even funny. Um, nine, you know, Taraz, you know, <laughs> who you think you're playing with? Uh, <laughs> I fucking love it, bro. Nine, uh, Ill Bill, but the early Ill Bill, particularly yeah. this one album was called, it was called like Ill Bill, the early years. Or so, I don't know. It was like a picture of him as a baby. Yeah. And like every song on there was just grit on grit on grit, man. It was just like very grave diggers, very nine. It was all, they were sort of in alignment. Um, and, uh, and then, then there was the new stuff as well. Because I was always interested in cunts with out there sounds. Mm, yeah. Always interested in people with like strange sounds. Mm. And uh, then there was the new stuff as well. This is still sort of the overseas stuff. But I mean, this was around the time that Flash, Flatbush Zombies mm -hmm. had yeah. that. I was oh, a huge yeah. Flatbush yeah, Zombies fan. Then, like, yeah. uh, you know, Palm Trees. Yeah. And, like, oh, uh, and just all that stuff. It was so dirty. Yeah, I love yeah. Michi Darko's voice. Yeah. And, um, and also... Early Tyler the Creator as well, mm -hmm. you know, but he was doing a lot of like, I mean, I liked his stuff because I thought it was really cool, but it was sometimes it was just too, like it was just like hate speech that was too blatant. Yeah, I mean, like Ill Bill and stuff would just say like heinous shit, but mm -hmm. he'd be like, you know, he'd mask it under like heavy hip hop, whereas sometimes yeah. Tyler the Creator would just get on the mic and be like, "Yo, fuck." Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, I just, yeah. And it was like, ah, oh, I just don't really feel that strongly that about like, um, hating on Goblin. all these people. Yeah, like yeah, Goblin shit. and that, yeah. that, that, that sort of stage when they were making music. But in saying that, I still thought it was dope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as Aussie stuff goes, I mean, I always loved Draft. Yeah. Always loved Draft. Yeah. yeah. Always loved uh, Clandestine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I've listened to like, a, you know, an almost concerning amount of Phil Gector. Yeah. I have yeah, listened sure. to so much Phil Gector. It's <laughs> what you reckon about funny. his new drop, man? I have, I love his new drop. Uh, I've actually, I've got, I've, I'll talk on that a little bit later because sure. I've got some stuff that I haven't really spoken about on anything else, but 
I'd probably talk about it here instead, like yeah, before I it, talk yeah. about it anywhere else. Mm. But um, yeah, no, I yeah, I cannot stress this enough. He's he's yeah, he's probably one of my favorite yeah, Australian yeah. MCs of all time. Yeah. What do you reckon about Goat Mob? I love Goat Mob. So yeah. fucking good. I man. I love all of that music, yeah. bro. I love it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Um, so yeah, and and then there were other sounds as well. I really loved Robbie Balboa's sound. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know the story behind Robbie Balboa. I don't know where he went. I'm yeah. sure there's a story there. But as far as like a rapper goes, mm. I always thought he had a dope sound. I loved Vince's sound. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think, yeah, all these sounds sort of stood out for me and then I was, I always just, yeah, I don't know. I I I um I played a lot of saxophone as well. It's just a really weird origin story. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, yeah, the Batman. The Batman. Uh, <laughs> I played a lot of sax, yeah. I played, my parents were killed by a saxophone and, <laughs> and then I became the human saxophone. Um, yeah, no, I, um, I mean, I played a lot of saxophone. I was... I was I played sax for yeah a handful of years and and I always sort of liked that grizzly sound and then I didn't actually do it on purpose. I really didn't do it on purpose. Mm. If you've ever um, you know gotten on the bass with me and it gets to about one o'clock and you know I've been I've been doing dirt in, in the bass and hitting the beers and you know hit, hitting the bifters and mm. and and you know the ags and whatever mm. you'll hear it. Yeah. It goes. Yeah. My voice goes. Yeah. It goes like a motherfucker. <laughs> I I have uh I, I like it just you've got no you should have seen me last time uh, it was Carlos the Jackal's birthday. I was in I was in the mountains for it. It was the last time I was with the whole who knows crew. And a lot of people were always sort of skeptical. They were mm. like, "Oh, like you know, dial it back and 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 you know, well, it's really intense and whatever." And to be fair, it is it is fucking intense. And I mean, I definitely have some control over the variation of how yeah. intense that sort of sound is. Mm. Um, but in saying that as well, like if you like it, like like if you fuck with it, I fuck with you yeah. and I probably have already fucked with you for years. And if you don't fuck with it, well then you're lost. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't care. And it's good to like keep things interesting as well. Like, Absolutely. I know man. a lot of people that can't fucking stand draft because of his voice. Mm. I can't believe I that. I love it, man. Yeah. I, I reckon can't believe it's, that. I reckon it's, Way better to be doing your own shit and yeah. and sort of keep it interesting. Of course. And, shit. and I mean, so few rappers, even the rappers that sound like they're rapping in their talking voice, aren't rapping in their talking voice. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I think another part of it is like, it's actually like a saxophone, a word that I learned when I was playing saxophone, which sort of I feel when I when I when I do rap, and it's like uh, embouchure. And it's yeah. like uh, the way you ha- hold your mouth when you're playing sax. Mm. And it's very similar and it, and it influences the sound that comes out mm. when you're playing the sax. And uh, it's very similar sort of when when you're rapping. And it can, it can change the sound. But I mean, yeah, Carlos the Jackal's birthday. This year I was on another realm. Like, I'd, yeah, I'd been in the dirt. And, uh, and even the Who Knows dudes who, like, hadn't met me until – some of them I hadn't met until that night because mm. it's a big fucking crew. Yeah. It's like 15 cunts in that crew and they couldn't believe it. They were like, oh, it's it's real. Yeah. It's real. I was yeah. like, yo, dog. Yo, dog. <laughs> yo, Josh. <laughs> oh, bro. Yeah, bro. Dude. That's how I sounded. Yeah. My my word to God's ear, you ask any of the boys. Yeah. And that and then it happens, man. I got you should hear me. Even in the morning you can hear it. But man. Yeah. 
At, yeah, it was like two in the morning. That's when it happened. Mm. And people couldn't believe it. I was incapable of talking. <laughs> incapable of talking. That's awesome. Well, that's as that's good not as that as awesome. That's it's as... very painful. Well, that's as good <laughs> as the story as I would have hoped. So painful. <laughs> I've wrapped myself into sickness yeah, yeah. so many times. Oh, I've witnessed it. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's fucking hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I recorded um, that. Uh, garage song with you. Yeah, Do you remember that, man? Yeah, man. We that song is never going to see the light of the day, unfortunately. Uh, Damn. It's gone to the bin, but I mean, I love that song. Me too. But yeah, I even even the other day, bro. Yeah, <laughs> even Gunfingers, man. Yeah. yeah. We recorded Gunfingers together. And I said to because I recorded my verse, my whole part, and the hooks for Gunfingers on the off our latest release. Here we all at the old place with Bilby, mm. and um, and I, I said, and that was the first time I'd done stuff like that. And I said to him like, Yo. If this doesn't work, like if what I'm going to try doesn't work, never leaves the studio. Yeah. Yeah. It goes straight in the bin. Yeah. We don't talk about it. Yeah. We just delete it. Yeah. And then I sent it to Josh and I said the same thing. I yeah. was like, all right, listen, I just recorded this with Bilby. If this doesn't work, it's going in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. good though, man. And again, we'll, we'll get into all yeah. that shit. Yeah. yeah. So your early releases were through Equality Unknown. How'd that come together? Yeah. Uh, shout out Equality Unknown. Shout out Kane straight and Rue. And, and Bronx, all top yeah. fucking guys, yeah. top fucking dudes, you know, especially Kane, like, for putting me on and, and having the time for me. Um, you know, I got a lot of respect for Kane and mm. all the music he's made. He's a dope producer. And, and, and um, yeah, and I mean, so essentially what happened was that was, that was the real beginning, I yeah. guess, because um, Rue had heard Damn Dirty Apes uh, so it was actually sort of after Damn Dirty Apes had come out. Rooms had heard Damn Dirty Apes and had been talking to me on Instagram. And he's a total G. And mm. um, and uh, then Kane was sort of looking to put put together a bit of a team. Mm. And then uh, and then he uh, asked Rue sort of who he's been listening to or, or whatever. I don't know what the conversation was exactly. But he was like, oh, this dude. And Kane hit me up and was like, yo, like, come, come around. Like, I'll, you know, want to meet you and we'll talk and, and whatever. Maybe we'll make a song or something. Mm. I've been talking to rooms, blah, 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 blah. And so I did it. I went around and, uh, and yeah, it was great. I mean, it was the first time I'd really been in, invited to be a part of Melbourne Hip Hop. Mm. And, uh, and that was a big deal for me. Yeah. As I said, I was a real head. Like I wasn't just like sort of pussyfooting around, like being like, oh, like, I mean, I kind of like, you know, I was like, I was a real head. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was there the last day Obese Records closed. I'm pretty sure I cried. Yeah, I I'm did. I'm pretty sure man. I, I cried, I, I, I fucking bailed pegs. I, <laughs> I did as well. I bailed pegs up and like, man, I just like, I just unwound like, man, I, yeah. you're such a, I like, I, I just like how, you know, how, what he's done for, and I was like tearing up and I think he yeah. was as well. It I remember at the time I thought, <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Yeah. Hip, there's no more. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Hip hop oh, is cancelled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then obviously life goes on. But yeah. I mean, at the time I was like, yeah. Yeah, how I can know. I ever make rap now? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you going to get that obese two finger now, ring? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. How much is something like that going for? Uh, I think fucking Tucker like sold his or something. Tucker sold his. Yeah, I think I saw yeah. that. Yeah. For like not as much money as I would have thought. Anyway. I don't know how much it went for. But that's not the sort of thing you'd be yeah. selling. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go buying any any rings or anything. But I mean, yeah, I did love them. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and yeah, so I mean, so to be invited to be part of that at, at Kane's place was a big deal, and I was really quite chuffed. And um, and 
yeah, we made it. We made a few tracks, and then uh, and things were sort of moving along. But the boys all had a really similar sound. Not similar, similar, but I mean, they all it was a succinct sound. Mm. You know what I mean? They had that real Melbourne grit. Yeah, the sort of total under, that, underground. Yeah, that shit underground hardcore yeah. shit. Hundy. And I mean, I really liked that, and obviously, like, respected that. Uh, and it was the sort of music that I used to listen to, and 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 whatever. But then when it sort of came to me making music. Uh, there was just sort of like a difference in sort of what I, the kind of music that I wanted to start sort of making. Yeah. And that was sort of why that we sort of parted ways, but it wasn't, it was like they were doing something really dope and none of us knew the bigger picture until it started to develop because it was all grassroots. Like, I mean, it was all ground floor when that sort of was starting up. Yeah. And so when it sort of started to come together, I was like, Oh, this is so cool. But I sort of didn't really feel like I was on the same sort of just wavelength as far as the sound that I had at the time. But I mean, I'm like hugely uh, important period of time for me. I mean, that's where I met Laura, L1. Shout out to L1. She's like incredible. You know, she's one of my closest friends. Yeah. And um, yeah, and she she helped me with a heap of stuff and just sort of, and uh, yeah, she, she just sort of, showed me the way yeah, i mean man. she's she's a great person she's a just not just like an incredible mc but just an incredible person yeah but yeah and you guys did so you did that um maze of chaos yeah we did that maze of chaos track unknowns yeah and that was like the whole crew, that was the eh? whole that was the whole crew um and then we did uh and then i did another one for ruse yeah bankai. ep bankai um yeah and it was just really dope I mean, it was just really gritty and i think that was when i was sort of really feeling that whole like ill bill like heinous rap vibe where you mm. say something real awful you know <laughs> what i mean but you say it like throwing your rap hands around yeah. so it's passable yeah. but i mean i do look back and i think oh it's probably not a not very nice thing to say mm. <laughs> like that's a bit a bit yuck a bit mm. yucky mason like you know what i mean mm. but yeah well, i mean people grow people, people grow change, you know man. i mean and it only yeah. you know it's only through experience. I mean, 100%. only through making music that I realized what music I wanted to make. Yeah. And then what music I didn't want to make. Yeah. You know, and it was very, and I found that it was very different to the music I wanted to listen to. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Not always, but I mean, like, as I said, like I was huge into like clandestine and stuff. And I was yeah. listening to like, man, there was this one track. It was called uh, Warheads. I think it was on like one of the Culture of Kings albums mm-hmm. or something like that. It wasn't yeah. actually on a clandestine release. And it's just so dope. Graphics yeah. like graphics yeah. strapped in his one man bunker. He's a strap with nothing but trap pants and a jumper. Yeah, and man. I was like, fucking oh! <laughs> yeah, my bro. SBX with the fuck boy. Yeah. Oh, like I know. We're, we're levels ahead. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I mean, yeah. And so that was what I was, uh, not always, but that's part, partly what I was listening to. But, you know, when I started wanting, like when I started trying to sort of make that stuff, I realized that it probably wasn't for me. Mm. But yeah. Mm. Well, we've also, we've, we touched on it already, uh, Damn Dirty Apes, your five-track EP from 2018. Yeah. So Mm-mm. what prompted the Heavy Monkey talk? Uh, <laughs> 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 the Heavy Monkey talk. Uh, I mean, uh, once again, movies. I yep. draw so much inspiration from movies. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much everything I do. Yep. Like, um, I... Like when I'm having a dry period, when I can't write, when I can't think of anything to write, it's because I haven't sat down and watched like five 
five movies. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or yeah. like, I haven't had like a proper marathon of like some fucking movies, but I'm not talking just, you know, fucking Hurt Locker. You know, like, fuck, yeah. I don't know what you draw. That's like, that'd be like drawing blood from a stone. <laughs> I mean, like, I, you know, I'm talking like, I mean, what did I watch the other night? Terrorvision. Mm. And it was like, you know, this fucking space garbage from the planet Pluton like comes <laughs> through the TV and like the kid and the grandpa see it, but the parents are out like, on a, <laughs> uh, turns out the parents are, are swingers. The parents are out on some dinner date with another couple and they bring them back home oh, and, they're, and they're trying to fuck and this alien's like in their house, man. That's where the inspiration comes from. <laughs> yeah. Um and yeah, and that was that shit's loose. And so yeah, I mean, I loved Planet of the Apes. Yeah, all of it. I um I got the full box set. I'm yep. talking the originals. Yeah. Um and yeah, and so at the time I was watching those and I was like, yo, fucking that's sick. And obviously, um, there's that famous scene where Charlton Heston says, "Get your stinking paws off me, you yeah. damn dirty ape." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's an EP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, and sort of I I guess I went with one song sort of like that and then. Turns out they all. I just was like, "Fuck it! I'll, I'll pick four movies that were, you know, monkey based and yep. or like stories. I mean, there was the Monkey Paw one, yeah, and then um, Kong, Kong, yep. uh, Monolith. Monolith, which was not so monkey, but I mean, you know, Space Odyssey, mm. um, yeah, and uh, and obviously Damn Dirty Apes. And I mean, yeah, and I made that. Uh, we were painting a wall at the time uh, in. Richmond that uh, ill wanted hooked up and uh, and I didn't uh, I didn't I didn't know where to shoot this music video or whatever and we ended up actually shooting it uh, behind the like in the laneway that we'd been painting because the pub that we were doing the job for like it was like a I don't know what it was anyway they hooked up some mad power outlets and shit <laughs> and so that's how that sort of came to be but yeah. I mean yeah the EP was literally just me and my mates who literally, you know, like Jimmy and this homie Joff from Brisbane and C-Max, yep. big bad C-Max from Brisbane, shout out C-Max. And, um, and it was just us just, just rapping, eh? Like yeah. just doing what we thought we should have been doing. And I mean, yeah, in hindsight, some of the songs I'm just kind of like, oh, like mainly my verses. I'm just like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> Don't know why I said that, but I mean, you know, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it's rap music. Yeah, I man. guess rap. I is... really fuck with that shit as well. Yeah. Like this is, damn dirty apes was when I first found you. My housemate, shout mm-hmm. out Pat, um, the bunny. He showed me that <laughs> film clip for damn dirty apes, and I was like, man, this guy is on some next level shit. Oh, thank you. That sample <laughs> at the start. What Which is one it? is it? Get your dick out of that oh, chicken. That's boy. not a sample. Isn't that it? is C Max. C Max is like a fucking grown ass man and with a <laughs> deep voice. And I was like, yo, like, dude, I've actually got, because like, he was on that Kong track. Yeah. And I was like, he was, and we recorded them the same day. And I was yeah. like, yo, dude, do you reckon you could do something for me? And he was like, yeah, man, sure, whatever. And I was just like, can you say this? And he, did and he nailed it. Yeah. And it sounds like a real like I thought it was bouncer. Like, it sounds Straight like a up. sample. Yeah. No, man. Yeah. That was unreal. I couldn't believe that. When I was hearing that shit, I was like, I don't know where the fuck this is gonna go. Like, I have no <laughs> idea. But I'm so like so interested, man. As soon as you hear that, you're just like, what the fuck can this guy be talking yeah. about? Yeah. You know what I mean? I know, I don't know it's what fresh. I was talking about, bro. I just, it's yeah. fresh, bro. Um yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was the first studio release. I mean, I made, yeah. I'd recorded one song in a studio before that. And then prior to that, I was just doing like bedroom rap. But I mean, I did bedroom rap 
I mean, I, I did bedroom rap since I was like probably 15. Mm. So, I mean, it's not like I just sort of started rapping. I mean, I've had a really, like, I've got to be really grateful. I've had a really good run. Mm. I mean, realistically, I've only been uh, making studio quality music for two years mm. and and being public about it. Yeah. And people have just been, you know, yeah. fantastic. I mean, yeah. Before that, I was just making you know, typical like, yeah, we want to fucking, we've got the fat caps with the lax and the mat, pack, black, packs, pack, 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 shack, you know, and all that crap. And, um, and then, yeah. And then, I mean, I started trying to make real music and, and I've, I've been very, very lucky to, to have worked with so many unbelievable people. Yeah. And, mm. Production from Sinks, <clears throat> Insidious and DJ Immaculate. Yeah. On that release. How, how do you link up with those guys? I mean, I, I didn't really. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to say I did, but uh, I sort of just hit them up, man. I yeah. just hit them up for beats. Uh, Insidious, I ended up sort of getting, like, meeting Insidious a few times. He's a great dude. And, yeah. Um, and, you know, he's he's unbelievably good at what he does. And Yeah, man. And Off he's, his fucking Yeah, band. of course. And yeah. he's a great guy. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, I've, I've, I've met Sinx once or twice. Uh and yeah, I'd never met DJ Immaculate in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was the period of time where I was like, you know, you when I was really hitting SoundCloud for beats. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd hit SoundCloud and it'd be like a for sale sort of situation and you just hit them up and, and hook it up. So yeah, that was really, that was for the most part, the entire production of Damn Dirty Apes. I yeah. mean, after that, I started sort of getting more involved. But yeah, mm. early days, that's sort of where we were yeah. at. Mm. Were you doing shows around this time? Fun fact. <laughs> I have never properly touched Mike. I mean, I have. I mean, I've played one song here and there mm. at different things, but I have not played a full set in my entire life. No shit. Yeah. The opportunities just haven't been there. Yeah. No, that, you know what? No. That sounds like such a cop out. Ooh. <laughs> just no one did the work for me. <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, like, uh, I mean, Cadet hit me up to support his... Uh, his launch, uh, his last album launch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shout outs to Cadet and all the nine to five guys. They're fucking dope dudes really putting it on for Melbourne and the North side, Komodo, Cadet, Ra. Yeah. Primitive one. I yep. haven't met half of them, but I mean, I do know Cadet and Komodo quite well. And Nick, I love you, Nick. You're great. Uh, yeah. And uh, I mean, he hit me up to do his, but then I was going to the States. So yep. it didn't end up happening. Yep. I mean, I, I think a realization that I came to was that I, I'm not crazy about being a solo artist. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm, I mean, I've been an only child my whole life. And so obviously, I mean, you don't, you're not just an only child for like a little <laughs> bit. Uh, and, um, and yeah, I mean, I've just always sort of wanted to have like a partner in crime. And yeah. I mean, yeah. So, so even performing sort of things alone, I wasn't really phenomenally crazy about it, but in saying that the opportunities didn't really, I never really got hit up mm. to support anyone, you know. It's the world's saddest song and the world's smallest violin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, fucking, I really should. I've got to lift my game. Yeah, I've got man. to lift my game because the thing is, I'm, like I made everything else happen on my own. Mm. And so I know I could do it. I just, there's a part of my brain that's just like, oh, Oh, you could stay home and play Predator on PlayStation, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just don't even, like, need to as well. You know? Yeah, I, I... Sometimes things... Music that you release doesn't call for it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, I'll talk more on that later based on something that I'm sitting on at the moment. But, yeah, yeah I agree. I think, in hindsight, there aren't a lot of 
old songs, like songs predating our last release, mm. that I'd be phenomenally crazy about playing live anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think they were they were for the hip-hop heads who just wanted to sort of bang it. And, I mean, a lot of them had features that live... Uh, that was the other thing is I was constantly setting myself up for failure with um, features. interstate features. Yeah, bro. I mean, I can't, you know... I, I I I filled out so many songs with other homies that mm. it's like almost impossible to get them all in the one place. Mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm working to be a better person in that regard. I'm, I'm yeah. doing a lot more of my own stunts. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So I guess again, we've um, already kind of touched on this, but moving into your debut album, Milk Crate Cinema, which mm. was released last year in 2019. Yeah. Um exceptional piece of work man bless thank you definitely high rotation for mm. both milky and i Machi, um, <laughs> really fuck with that release man the track that track with china yeah uh lilac panther lilac panther man i reckon hands down favorite track off there or four dollar room as well four dollar oh, room was yeah. my favorite thank yeah. you yeah no i um uh, yeah i mean i i'm still proud of that album yeah, I, I mean, yeah, Damn Dirty Apes I feel a little bit a little bit despondent about, but I mean, I listened back to Milk Crate Cinema and whilst it's it's messy in parts and it's it's hip-hop, yeah. you know what I mean? And I mean, I, that was my goal. It was to make a dope hip-hop. There's a, there's a sample that I used uh, in the cuts at the start for the intro track. Yeah. And it's like Lee Scott and he's like, uh, fuck around and accidentally make a classic LP. And yeah. I was like, yes! <laughs> yeah. I want to do that! Yeah, like, straight up, bro. Um, yeah, and I mean, the beats on that album came from the weirdest corners of the earth. Oh, shit. Yeah, man, looking at the the credits on the CD. Yeah, the credits a lot on of that people album. Involved. I'm so unbelievable. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle them off. Yeah, let's rattle Wait, them off. We got production from Nerve, Businessman, Sesta, Cropsman, Bronx, Kane Pyrex, Matt Raffle, cuts by Rob Shaker, feet and featuring Carlos the Jackal, Cropsman, Helen Earth, Adam Coots, Wise Guy, Tenth Dan, and China. What a fucking lineup. I, lo- I love all of you for being involved as well. Thank you to everyone for being involved. Once again, as I said, that was an album where there were people that were looking after me and I didn't even realise they were looking after me. Do you know mm. what I mean? Mm. Uh, because I still didn't know what that sort of was. Mm. But I mean, yeah. I, I even had uh, on the Bandcamp version, like on the CD version, mm. Uh, L1 introduced the whole album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a nice that little, like little trend. I, I grabbed, I grabbed the CD. You had a couple of copies at Union Heights. Yeah. So I oh, did you? Oh, my yeah. G. Thank yeah. you, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that was cool hearing like that little intro. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's great. Um, yeah, it's so good. She's like walking out of the studio yeah, being like, I'll like, oh, fucking fuck invoice this, you yeah, later, Fuck bro. this. I'll invoice you. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we recorded that entire album. No, that's a lie. I recorded a lot of that album uh, with Businessman, yeah. my homie. Uh, uh, he's a great guy. I fucking, I've said this so many times, but yeah, I fucking love you, Benito. <laughs> Bandito Dorito, you know, <laughs> drill drill producer of the year. Yeah, man. Look out for Benito because he's doing some fucking shit, bro. Don't get me wrong. It's not my cup of tea. Genre-wise, no, no disrespect as far as the people who do it. Mm, Yeah, not my thing. Yeah, but I can't believe the things that he's told me, the people he's working with, what he's got in the cooker, and he started as making like 
and he'll he'll be fine with me saying this, like, you know, ambient, freaked out, psycho, like, sounds like two robots raping each other. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and like that sort of a thing. And uh, and I actually funny story because he was he was like. Uh, like a cornerstone in that album for that album to happen. It was, he was, yeah. And, um, and he, I actually went to primary school with him and then I didn't see him for six or seven years. Mm. And then he heard damn daddy apes Mm. and he was, cause he mixed and mastered the whole thing more or less. Milk crate cinema. Milk crate cinema. Yeah. Yeah. And he heard damn daddy apes and, um, and he was just like, like hit me up and he was like, Oh man, like, I didn't know you were like making music. Like I've been making music too. You know, I make this sort of music and stuff. And like, I was listening to some of it and it was, you know, scary and not scary, bad, scary, scary, mm-hmm. like scary mm-hmm. horror movie, scary. Yeah. And like, you know, I still don't understand what his profile picture is on SoundCloud. It looks like someone having like black acid poured all over their face. <laughs> it's really nightmare shit, Benito. You, <laughs> you really need to rethink that. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, shit. and then one day he sent me a beat. And I just couldn't believe it. And yeah. it, that was dead shit. Yeah. Um, which, once again, is probably a song where I said some heinous stuff, which I'm not too crazy about. But it was still a really out there song and it was whatever. Anyway, so then I linked up with him, found out he actually had some, like, mental studio connection. Yeah. Like, he was just studying at Coll Arts. And yeah. so he had those state-of-the-art studios. I was like, bro, yeah, I have been... You know, holding a fucking throw cushion up against my face with a Shure SM58, like with my ass in the air in the corner of my room, just trying to get some decent sound. And it still sounds like shit. And so I was like, yeah, like I'll come record with you. And so, um, and so I did. And so I started going there and that was the first full rap album. That was his first, him dipping his toes into rap and like mixing that. And that was like a whole experience for him as well. Like he was learning, I was learning. I mean, the first couple of mixes, We've spoken about this, me and him. Mm. I like uh, one of them almost gave Wise Guy a brain aneurysm. It was so bad. <laughs> like it came back. It was like uh, it, he like because he was mixing it like he would his other music. Yeah, and he put some like unbelievably intense distortion on it. Yeah, and was like, "Yo, how's this, guys?" And yeah, somehow still made like me. Dan and 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 wise guys sound like robots raping each other. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, how did you fucking do that? We gave oh, you raw dude. vocals. And we <laughs> but um, he in the end, doing a stellar job. In the end, he pulled say, it man. straight through and yeah. killed it. And now he's he's doing so unbelievably well for himself. He's got a new studio in Sydney Road, Brunswick. Yeah. Uh, if anyone's looking for a place to record, hit up Obscene Digital because he's the guy. He's the fucking guy and his mixes are unreal. Yep. Um, I believe it's uh, on Instagram at obscene.digital. Yeah, so, right? something like that, yeah. yeah. I think it is. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and so, I mean, that that uh, that album was phenomenal. We, uh, you know, uh, Helen Earth, she was, she was dope. Helen Earth was, like, the first, like, rapper who I had in my rotation who, like, I saw as, like, being... A, you know, really quite part of the scene and, mm. and like just being like, she was the first real rapper that I had actually yeah. worked with. And mm. she was, she was great for, you know, even, even being down to be a part of that. And not only that, she did two 16s in that song, man. Yeah, bro. That shit, like, 
you know, I mean, like, even when I'm doing a fucking track for my mates, I'm like, yeah, man, I'll just, like, I'll just lace a 16 or something. And yeah. just like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> Two 16s. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even realise that was a big deal at the time. And yeah. now I'm just like, mud. Yeah, straight <laughs> up, bro. Um, yeah, and then, uh, and then yeah, there was Carl and, and, and Crops, which was dope, dope to link with them. And then... Uh, uh, who else was on there? The Dan and Wise Guy. That just happened. Wise Guy was coming down to Melbourne and I was like, oh, hey, like, did you want to? Because I actually met, uh, I'll tell that later. I'll talk about my link with Josh a bit yeah. later. But um, but uh, yeah, so then Wise Guy was like, oh, like, because 10th Dan was living in Melbourne at the time and he was like, oh, your Dan wants to come through. And like, this Dan was like uh, sitting on K&T at yeah. the time, creative control, him and, him and crops. And he just sort of gotten, I don't want to say just gotten back into it because like I know he'd been, he'd been chipping away at stuff behind the scenes and stuff. But I mean, yeah. that was his first sort of return to, you know, st- like a studio album of like, and, and that was fucking unbelievable. Dan is yeah, uh, one of the nicest so dudes, fresh. you know, above six foot tall yeah. and uh, yeah. And has the hair to boot. So. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> straight up. Um, yeah. And so then we made, we made that. And then I, yeah, I just, that one for me was like really just about me being a bit like uh, love drunk mm. with all my homies. I was just like, oh, fucking love all you cunts. Like <laughs> even the interlude, man. Like I don't know what I was saying in there. That was some fucking shit. Uh, I listened back to that thing. I'm talking about fucking, I don't know, Benito beating his dick in the cinema or something. And I was just like, dude, you were on a high there. Like... You were really feeling it, bros. But um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I still can't believe that that th- that sort of came to- and that came together in a matter of six months. Mm. Unreal. Yeah, that is like, and for anyone who's ever made an album before, mm. they know how fucking fast six months. Six is. months is fucked. I still can't it believe. Is fucked. I mean, uh, when I was in Brisbane, um, Kyle linked linked me with with Nerve, and Nerve, uh you know, obviously doing all that mental shit that he does now, which is hectic and huge kudos to him. He made some, you know, crazy hip hop tracks as mm. well. Like, I mean, he, he was a really, he made some really cool hip hop beats and stuff. And, mm. and he brought his, like his old laptop over and showed me some, some that were just sitting in the archives. Yeah. And I was like, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. And, and so that's why there's like four nerve beats. Four Dollar Room is a nerve beat. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Ding, ding. Yeah, man. Like those strings, bro. Yeah, yeah, I up. felt like I was, you know, I don't know, hitting licks with the fucking jazz band. Was, <laughs> you know, I felt like I was throwing throwing hands with a double bass player while I was rapping over it. Yeah. I love that beat, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Nerve's once again, on some fucking shit. Yeah, he's yeah. he's got like crazy mind for production yeah He's man genius, absolutely 100 percent. and yeah and then matt raffle don yeah dope dude pyrex had a beat in there as well that was the one with hell and earth yeah um sester that was that was crop circles and that was a really big one for me because uh i was a funk wars junkie yeah. that's where all my heinous talk comes from yeah. all my <laughs> heinous talk anything you've ever heard me say that you thought y'all this dude needs to see a psychotherapist. Blame uh, the oars, bro. All of that came from two places. One, funk oars. Yeah. 150 fucking percent funk oars. <laughs> two, uh, far too early access to robot chicken. Yeah, true. <laughs> when I was a kid, my parents were like, 
I was the only child, so I was there, you know, special little boy. Yeah. Still am, 22 years old. <laughs> Fucking hell. I need to move out of home. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and and they, they it was like uh, the devil they knew was like the Simpsons and Family Guy. Mm. And they were like, you won't be having any of that. Mm. And, I mean, I used to smash video easy at the end of my street, man. That's mm. where my, probably where my love for weird fucking movies came from. Mm. I'd see a cover art and I'd be like, oh, well, I don't know what that is, but I want to watch that. Mm. And uh, and that's when I picked up Robot Chicken and I was like, yeah, dad, like, can I, can I, can I borrow this? And he was like, I mean, yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, man, I don't <laughs> yeah. know if you've ever really sat down and watched yeah, an episode watched of Robot, Robot Chicken. Chicken and when you're watching fucked. it and you're like, brain is like a sponge <laughs> and there's like a clown trying to hang himself with like a balloon noose and shit and it's like oh my god like and i was it's just taking all that bro. in man funny story about all that seth green creator of robot chicken came to melbourne for like a comic-con mm. and i got wind of it and i i went to see this this, this i went to comic-con just to see him yeah. right just to see him and my dad god bless him took me there and we got there and the, the security guard was just like, sorry, Seth's not seeing any more people today. Oh. It was a huge line, right? Damn. Huge line. He was like, sorry, Seth's not seeing any more people today. And I started fucking bawling my eyes out, bro. Oh, bro. Oh, my God. I had my Robot Chicken DVDs in my hand, season three and four. I had them in my hand. I was bawling my fucking eyes out. And the security guard does not know what to do. He's looking at me and he's like, how old's this kid? <laughs> right? I'm crying. And not because I was like old enough to know better. I was young. I was oh, young. Man. And I'm crying my eyes out. And he's looking at my dad like, you're a fucking bad parent, eh? <laughs> and so the security guard expedited me to the front of the line. No shit, Cut bro. me in front of everyone. I'm going... <laughs> All these, like, fucking, you know, people who've been waiting for ages are looking at me getting escorted straight to the front. And Seth Green gets, like, I get to Seth Green and he's like, whoa, buddy, buddy, yo, like, don't cry, man. How are you? And I was like, good. <laughs> and he's properly looking at me like, someone has fucked up your parenting. Oh, someone, my God, someone man. has fucked up your parenting because you are, how do I have someone who's, Old enough to watch my show, but young enough to cry. And then he signed my oh DVDs. My God, he signed my DVDs, took a photo with me, and then gave me a front row seat at the Australian premiere of uh, Titan Maximum, which was his next show, which flopped okay. in the end. But, I mean, once again, oh, coke, sexual assaults, Straight up. suicides, and I'm in the front row going, oh, my God. And my dad's finally getting the fucking picture because he's sitting right next to me as to what he's let go on for so many years. Oh, my God, yeah. That is Fuck. why I am the way that I am. Well, blame and the oars and Seth. Yeah, blame yeah. the oars and Seth. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, probably better off just letting your kids watch Simpsons and Family Guy. Yes, That's my advice, up, so, yeah. <laughs> I grew uh, up on The Simpsons. Yeah. And that shit like opened my mind. Yeah, yeah, God. bro. I mean, like when I got down to watching The Simpsons, my parents were like, "Oh my god, we should have been doing this from the start." Yeah, straight. We should have been doing this from the start because now he's <laughs> fucked up. He's so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> oh well, yeah. man. look, an incredible album. Thank Everything, you. the artwork, it's just masterpiece. Uh, there's a couple of 
a couple of copies left on your Bandcamp. There are. There are still up. a couple of copies of... There's not many, but there are some stragglers yep. yeah, of so. Milk Crate Cinema. I've got a couple more, and I'm happy to sign them up for cunts because, uh, you know, I appreciate everyone that, that gets behind what we yeah, do. Absolutely. Go hit it up, straight up. Support your local. All right. Let's talk Gully Boy. Gully Boy. Yourself and Wise Guy. Where, where, well, where'd that come from? Right. <laughs> well, so obviously that came in part with my connection with who knows. Yeah. But I, um, I, uh, so that, that, that weekend when I stayed with Carl on the last night, he was like, oh, yo, like going to invite, um, Josh and his girlfriend over for dinner. And so mm. we had this like really nice dinner where it was like Carl and his girlfriend, Josh and his girlfriend and me. And Josh, I'd never met Josh before. I had met Josh before and he didn't remember. I met him at that other side show in OPM and I was like, mm. yo, bro. And he was like, yep, right, whatever. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and then he got up and just shelled a fucking unbelievable set. Mm. You know, um, I, you know, I know there's, everyone has their own opinions. Everyone feels their own way about things. I think he's the best young MC going. I love him. He's my best mate though. So, I mean, I'm biased, but I think he's fucking dope. I think he's the king of swing and uh, I love you, Josh. And uh <laughs> And I just want to ask you if you'll make me the happiest man in the world <laughs> and <laughs> marry me, Josh. Uh, no. Um, um, I mean, we have had first. to share, we have had to share our fair share of small beds together when we've gone interstate doing dumb shit and mm. making shooting music videos, man. I mean, you know, Maxi Bond's in bed, like super baked, like sitting there. <laughs> yeah, He's going to hate me telling these stories. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah. No, nah, no, no funny business. Um, but yeah, uh, we, um, so I met Josh that night and I was just sort of like, yeah, it started just, we sort of just got to talking and then it was just kind of like, whoa, like, like that's how you feel about, man, I feel the same way about that too. And then it was like, oh, you hate that cut? Bro, I hate that cut too. <laughs> and it was just like a lot of that. Yeah. And then it just turned out we were cut from the exact same cloth, just living so far apart, mm. you know, he's like the brother I never had. And so, um, and working with him and like, I've got Carl to thank for making that happen. I mean, like I love Carl and, um, working with him has, has changed everything I do dramatically, mm. like unbelievably. And as I said, I was always looking for a partner in crime. And so to have Josh, cause I always wanted to, because when I've discovered other side, I was like, God, I'd love to make a song with that cunt. And yeah. And so, um, so yeah, and so then after that we sort of got got to talking, did the whole Instagram back and forwards for a long time, and then he came to Melbourne for uh, a Black Josh show. I don't know if you guys do you guys listen to Blah Records? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think I was at that show. Were you at that show? Yeah, man. Of course I, you I were because I spoke to you. I was with there. It was with, you had no, a man, broken that something. The, that was the first. What night. did you break? Arm or leg? Oh, uh, I didn't break my leg. I just fucked my ankle. You were on crutches or something. Time, yeah. yeah. And I met Josh and um, Dan that night. You yeah, me exactly. And we'd just come from recording $4 Room. Yeah, no shit, man. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, how's that? Just literally around the corner at that Collarts studio. Yeah. And so, um, and so, yeah. And so we went to Black Josh. We were really, we are huge Blah Records fans. All of, most of who knows are, mm. I believe. Mm. Um, they're, you know, so dope. And, uh, and yeah, it was, it was great fun, man. Josh, you know, front row, just 
getting fucking buck wild. And that's when we realized we were like, fuck, just don't as a G. Like, mm. yeah, my bra, yeah, mm. my bra. And so, um, yeah. And so from there, uh, we, we were talking about putting together a single after we did $4 Room. And uh, that ended up being Skeddy. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, we, we did Skeddy. And Which went off the chain, didn't it? Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it did. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, we, uh, we got a beat off Nerve mm. uh, and we, we did Skeddy and, and we, it was different, mm. you know. It was different to what we'd made. And, I mean, in hindsight, uh, I probably wouldn't make another song like that. Mm. Doesn't mean I don't like it. And I think it's a good song and I'm, I'm still proud of it, but I'm, I'm just, you know, you try it and you, and you're like, Oh, is this, uh, do I like this? And then you try it one more time and you're like, Oh, I enjoyed it, but I don't think it's for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, uh, we did Skeddy and then, um, and then shot a music video for it. And then that was when we really, like, I mean, you know, Black Josh was sort of, that was a night, but I mean, like that night in that apartment in Brisbane, that was a big deal. That mm -hmm. was like, we all got fucked up and and broke so many like hotel rules. <laughs> I was, you know, I was drinking Hennessy on the treadmill. <laughs> we were drinking, you know, we had so much glass in the pool area. We were fucking <laughs> off it. Oh my God. Man, we made such a mess. All that flour, bro. Oh. You, know, you see all that yeah. Oh my God. Like on the kitchen bed. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. And so, and so we did that and then, um, yeah. And then, and then we shot the video for that with Kyle Golly and then it dropped through No One Network and I don't know what happened. I still don't know what happened. Mm. None of us know what happened. Me mm. and Josh both look at each other and we were like, what happened there? Mm. Like that song got playlisted like four times. Mm. I don't know what happened, bro. Like I don't, I don't understand it. And it's not me just like, oh, I don't know what happened. Oh, I yeah. guess, you know, that's just what happens when you're fucking rock star. But no, <laughs> but I mean, like we were just shocked. Yeah. We could not believe it. And it ended up doing, you know, quite well. And, you know, I mean, if you asked me if I had a choice as to which song motherfuckers would be bumping the most, probably wouldn't have picked that. But, <laughs> you know, you can't choose these things. Yeah. A beggar cannot be a chooser. And so, <laughs> you know, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> Just shut up and take it. And yeah. so we did. And we were really happy with it. And then uh, and then uh, the uh, love child of that was Pony. Yeah, yeah. As you can imagine. Yeah, bro. So, um, first of all, who did the artwork for it? Oh, my God. DeSam, you marvellous, marvellous cunt. Um, he did so. He did Skeddy. He yep. did Pony. Yep. He did Glass. Yeah. Uh, okay, I think that's it. But <laughs> he is so talented. He was part of the No One Network. I remember I met him one night at a party in Brisbane, and I just couldn't believe it. He's this... Huge dude. I mean, no, he's got to be like seven foot or something. Uh, probably not seven foot. I mean, I've got a warped perception of everything. <laughs> but um, yeah, and he was just like, "Yo, hey, how's it going, bro? Like, I'm, I'm Sam. Like, because I'd been talking, obviously, emailing him. He was doing our artworks and shit. Yeah. He's like, "Yo, I'm Sam." And like, being a graphic designer, he's like, didn't necessarily have his face plastered all over his his Instagram. And I was like, yo, what? That is sick. And he was the dopest. He is the dopest dude. And he's, once again, uh, sort of, I guess, similar to Benito in that whole dope temperament, really nice guy. Dope to see he's doing so well. 
everyone wants to work with this guy and yeah. it's, you know, really well deserved. He's a fucking dope graphic designer and and we were really lucky to have him on board, all the projects we had him on board. I mean, particularly like a lot of those projects sort of predated him getting um, some of the like much bigger jobs that he's gotten now. Yeah. So like to think that we even got in with him and had a chance to work with him was really great. Yeah, fucking oath. It's um, ponies are, it's a good cover, man. Yeah. And funny shit. Yeah, that, yeah. It's like the double horse spec and the yeah, <laughs> shit. Like. You know, that was, that was my brainchild and he nailed it. I was yeah. looking at all those, um, fuck, there's a name for it. There's a genre. It's called like pen and pixel, pen and pixel. Mm. I think that's, that, I think they were a, uh, a pair of dudes, maybe they were brothers, I don't know, mm. who did a lot of that bling wrap artwork, all the, you know, those True. those covers like Snoop Dogg sitting out the front of the goddamn like White House or whatever, you know what I mean? All those bling wrap artworks, and the guys the guys were called Pen and Pixel or that was sort of the, anyway, so I was looking at a lot of those and I was like, you know what, that's what I want for this artwork, but I want it like Australiana, you know, I wanted yeah. the TNs and the, yeah, like, bro. the, I was like, I want TNs and, and coins and, and, and horses. Cause we're going to, we're going to do something with horses and we did do something with horses. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, um, those horses, that was, that was Laura's connect. Yeah. The horses. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, that was fucking stupid from me, man. I mean, we were, we were bareback in those horses and, uh, and, uh, like she, she was like, you know, she knew the horse, one of the horses was hers and one of the horses was her neighbor's mm. and there, were, there weren't any saddles or anything. And so we were taking it really, really easy and really, really careful. And I was like, just fucking, I was like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Like, you know, dive into life. <laughs> mm. And she was like, okay, so who wants to, who wants to hop up first? Like, cause there was two horses and Josh was scared. <laughs> Josh didn't want to do it. But then it all changed because Josh was nervous and Laura was like, all right, who wants my horse and who wants the other horse? And she was like, I know my horse. And then um, Josh was like, okay, well, like, can I, can I have your horse? And she was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I'm not scared of anything. I'll, 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 I'll do the, you know, the stallion horse in heat. That's fine with me. Uh I was on that horse for no more than 0.5 of a second before it threw me across the driveway. Oh, oh shit, man. Oh, my word to God's ear, no one could believe it. They thought the horse was going to step on my head. Fuck. I just tucked and rolled. <laughs> oh, that dude. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I mean, there's a funny video. Real. You could have sent it, honestly. Um, we didn't include it in the music video for reasons. Yeah. That, you know, yeah. But yeah. I mean, it was. <laughs> Very funny. So how was it making stupid. making that clip? Well, <laughs> shaken up after that. Yeah, I imagine, bro. It's a fucking good clip, though. Yeah, it is a really cool clip, mate. Eh? We um, we did that in the same weekend that we did Glass. We had because this was just before I went to the states, and I yeah. was like, "Listen, I don't want to slow down, and I want to keep putting shit out." And I don't want me being in the States to stop anything. Mm -hmm. And so I want to backlog some releases. And so we flew Kyle Golly down for the weekend. And uh, and he came down and shot two clips for us. And then we sat on them and released them Yeah. as, as we went along. And, uh, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, Pony is pretty much just us riding horses and us trespassing. Yeah, <laughs> I true. mean, like, it's terrible because, you know, when you're out, when you're out that way, and you just see like a field or like 
whatever. You're like, no, oh, let's go film in there. Yeah. But that is someone's property. Yeah. Straight you know, yeah. we were jumping fences and just, yeah. you know, standing in people's barns and shit. And yeah. just like, that is someone's property. Yeah. And so, but I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. Fucking. It's <laughs> come, done now, bro. Come get us. <laughs> um, yeah. No, Imagine was... if someone's like watching the clip. 10 years from now and they're yeah, like bro that is my yeah, house yeah, man what are you yeah, doing I'm, I'm answering the door and they're like mogwai and I'm like yeah are you, are you a fan like, you've been served alright <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this year you've teamed up with the legendary producer of Blah Records over in the UK Recluse yeah so my how, how'd that link up come together well you know this is why I love Josh uh Okay, so sort of uh, once again, take it back to um, when we did Damn Daddy Apes at uh, at Sam Steenson's studio. Steenson was like, man, you remind me of this dude when you rap. And I was like, oh, like who, who is it? And as I said, I had a pretty much entirely self-sustained Australian hip-hop diet. Mm. Australian hip-hop supplemented with some American stuff, no UK stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know why. It's just a decision that I seemed to make when I was younger. I was yeah. like, no, not going to listen to you guys. Don't, don't want to listen to it. Don't want to know. <laughs> and, uh, and then, um, and then, so, uh, uh, yeah, Sam Steenson was like, oh man, you remind me of this dude, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, um, uh, you know, what's his name? And he, he pulled up YouTube and looked up like Cult of the Damned mm. and it was Bear Base. I don't know if you know Bear Base now. His name's Be The Gun, but he's yeah. the guy who's like, you know, um, I've been waiting at the top oh, for you. Oh, yeah, that been. guy, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah straight So up. cool, man. Yeah, man. From the depths I've been no held. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's so okay. cool. He's the coolest dude. He's the yellow-bellied MCs won't live to tell the tale. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I love how he um involves so much, like, vocal melody into mm. his... Oh, bro! And, and it's just like it's a total fuck you to anybody that goes, oh, rapping your speaking voice. Yeah. It's like, are you enjoying this? Mm. Yeah. I mean, he's an entertainer. Mm. Yeah. What do you want? Like, yeah. um, And so, yeah, and so they showed me them. And so I only really got into UK hip-hop and only found Blah Records two years prior to making an EP with the producer, like the resident producer and sound engineer of Blah Records. So, yeah, I mean, straight up. That was like, uh, yeah, as I said, I've had a fucking good run. Mm. And it's and it's not because I, you know, I mean, obviously it took some work, but mm. I was given some really great opportunities, yeah. some fucking incredible opportunities. Yeah. And, um, and, yeah, and so we pretty much, we finished Glass. No, we finished Skeddy, we finished Glass, we finished Pony, and then Josh was like, Let's make a fucking body of work, and I was like, "Yeah, cool, cool. Let's let's do that." And uh, you know, as Mogwai and Wise Guy, and uh, and I was like, "Yeah, cool." And he was like, "Right, well, who do you want to work with?" Mm. And I was like, "Well, I, I don't know." And obviously, at this point, I was pretty much exclusively listening to Blah Records, yeah, mm. and I was like, "Well, I don't know." And we were throwing some names around, and then he was like, "Imagine if we like made an EP with Recluse," mm. and I was like, "Yeah." Imagine, like, yeah. yeah, you can imagine, mate. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, like that's uh, ever gonna fucking happen, exactly. Yeah, and then I pushed a throw cushion up to my head and started wrapping into my SM58. <laughs> <in my room. laughs> uh, yeah, and then, um, and then he was like, nah, fuck, like, fuck it. Mm. And he hit him up mm. and he hit up Recluse and he was like, listen, uh, you know, we're from, from Australia and we love your stuff and this is our stuff and you know, let us know if it's something you'd want to do. Mm. And Recluse is a fucking don. Yeah. He turned around and he was like, yep, 
let's let's do it. And I, I we couldn't believe it. It was like you know Christmas in July. I was yeah. like, I was I was speechless for months. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. I you know we sat on that first song for so long because we were like, oh god, like what if he doesn't like it? What if mm -hmm. he doesn't like it? What mm -hmm. if he doesn't like it? He sent us something like, I don't know. 40, 50 beats, Fuck. which I mean, you know, that's a lot of beats. Mm, I yeah. mean, uh, some producers might argue like, oh, well, I've said no even more, but <laughs> I mean, 40, 50 beats from like one of your favorite producers yeah. is like yeah. ridiculous. Mm. That's a mental selection. And, uh, and we picked six beats out of there. And the, the real, I mean, the real fan, fangirl moment for me was that, um, that some of the beats that we picked were old. Mm. Uh, not because, you know, he was giving us old beats cause he was giving us new beats too, but the ones we were gravitated towards in some instances were old mm. and we're talking 10 years old, Shit. whatever. And, and like they, they were dated the same time. Like they were part of similar batches that like our, our favorite songs mm. from like when Cult of the Damned were Children of the Damned, yeah. yep. like that Tourette's Camp album and those sorts of, that's the time that those beats came out. So yeah. We had some like vintage beats yeah. that were fucking. Uh, the world is a ghetto. The one oh, with yeah. uh, Adam Coots and Tenth yeah, Dan, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, which yeah, my fucking Spotify and DistroKid is a total bitch right now, and yep. it's just it's happening. To giving us hell with that feature artist yeah. thing, oh, but yeah. we I didn't forget. It just didn't go through, and I've requested them to fix it so many times. Mm. And it's just anyway. Um, yeah, and so that world is a ghetto tune. That was like an old beat, and um, and yeah. So I guess we wanted to make a bit of a a, a real a real rap EP, mm. like with that with the. We just wanted to make an EP on our terms, mm. and we sort of decided that we didn't really want to make music like Glass and 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 Pony and Skeddy anymore. And we were like, oh, we want to go back to making fucking hard rap. Yeah. And then you got songs like Stick Fat. Yeah. And I'll I'll never forget <laughs> the day we recorded Stick Fat. Josh was in town. And so we went to Benito's studio and I was just going fucking ballistic. And yeah. Josh is like cool, calm, collected, like, you know, King of Swing sort of yeah. thing. And I was just like, bro, just fucking go nuts. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yo. <laughs> and I was like, more. <laughs> and then like, and then he, I, I know he wasn't, he was, he, yeah, he's had his reservations about it at the time. He was like, oh, you know, I don't know. And. And then I'll, I'll never forget we had uh, some homies in the car and I was like, yo, listen to the song we put recorded the other day because it was still the raw recording of Stick Fat. It hadn't been mixed. Hadn't, and as I said, we were screaming. We were, man, they could not make fucking heads or tails of that song. Eh? Mm. They were sitting in the back and we were like, yo, listen to this. And the bass on that beat as well, between all those factors, just this bounce, they were all sitting there like, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, ah! Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and, and Josh is looking at me like, I knew this was a bad idea. <laughs> and I was like, it's not a bad idea. Stick to your guns, Josh. It's a good song. <laughs> uh, and then and then we pushed it all the way through and it got mixed and it's mine and Josh's favorite song that we've ever made. Who um, um, who mixed the Recluse yeah. mixed the whole EP. Yeah. Mixed, produced. We could not believe it. Yeah. And then hooked up. Stinking Slum Rock and Bill Shanks. Yeah. Mm. Two of our favorite rappers from that team. Mm. Shakes me. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh my God. Bill Shakes is like <laughs> honestly shit. Dude. dude, I love Bill. I love Bill Shakes. And uh, I mean, I recorded some of the songs with you as well. Uh, I recorded, what did I record with you? Or maybe I just recorded Gunfingers for that release. Oh, and we recorded another one, but that other one got binned. 
Yeah. Uh, one of them got banned. Uh, we couldn't we couldn't work the beat. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. And that was just, and uh, so yeah, I really had Josh to thank for all that because Josh was the one who stuck his neck out and, 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 and made that happen for us and just sort of showed me that if you, you know, like I thought I sort of understood that like, if you want something to happen, you just got to make it happen. Mm -hmm. But he was like, took it to that next level of being like, pull your thumb out. Yeah. If like, who cares? Yeah. The worst someone could say to you is no. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. And that was far from the answer that we got. And we got a lot of love for it. And Recluse was proud of the project as well, which was, you know, I mean, that's a huge part of it. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, if he'd made it and he was like, Oh God, (laughs) (laughs) but no, he was, he was really happy with the outcome. We were really happy with the outcome. I actually ended up, uh, I don't want to say too much, but I ended up doing something else. Uh, but I don't know what's the what the story with that is. So yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bust open that can of worms. But I mean, we had a you know, it was a real it was a really good connect and yeah. um, and then that last song just fucking turned itself out. That yeah. Red Lobster track, yeah, man. Dude. It's uh, <laughs> Recluse, obviously yeah. on production. You and Wise Guy, yeah. Props Man. Jess Wan, Carlos, yeah. Must Volkov. Must Volkov. And Stick and Slum Rock. Oh, no. <laughs> what the fuck? I man? don't know, man. <laughs> it's like I'm sleepwalking during this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Josh was just like, I mean, we were, we, that w- the order of those songs is almost the order in which they were made. Yeah. And that was the last song that we made. And uh, and I was just kind of like, he was like, yo, like, wouldn't it be good to like, because we didn't want to fill it out. I, I mean, just... Total crock of shit. We, at the time, we were like, oh, we don't want to fill this out too much with we, we, features. We, features. we want to yeah. do this for ourselves. And then we ended up doing fucking, I mean, how, how many fucking features are on that poster? It's ridiculous. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and so we were like, oh, well, maybe we'll put all the homies on one song. Mm. And we were going to have, we were going to have Crops Man on there. And we knew, we knew we were getting Stinkin' Slumrock for a song. Mm. So we had Stinkin' Slumrock on there and then we had Crops because Crops is a big Slumrock head as well. So it was sort of like the, the done thing and then and obviously crops is a killer like obviously and um carl because we love carl mm. and carl i'd love carl's verse in that you know he's he's unbelievable mm. who the fuck want to come to hell with carlos <laughs> like, me i want to go to hell with carlos <laughs> um and uh yeah and then he was like uh and then josh was like yo like maybe we should Fucking hit up, hit up some some more heads, and mm. and before mm. you knew it, Jess One was stoked to be involved. Like yeah. another Blue from Mountains the, from the Fundamentals, man. Yeah. Jess One from the fucking Fundamentals, no which shit. was unbelievable. And that was, I think, that meant the most uh, sort of to Josh, just because Josh is from the Blue Mountains, yeah. and I mean they are, you know, the Blue Mountains mm. hip hop success story, mm. and so yeah. that was a really big deal. Um, and having Mus Volkov was, mm. uh, you know, ground shaking because if you listen to Melbourne hip hop yeah. and you don't listen to Mus Volkov, then you're you're a fool. Yeah, <laughs> you're, a, you're a clown. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like Mus Volkov is is the goat. Yeah. So beats, raps, yeah. you name it. And so that was that was unbelievable. And then to finish off with bloody stanky slam rock, yeah, I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. Yeah, man. I still don't really believe that that happened. <laughs> so, did you meet up with him, or was it more of just like an online? Oh, uh, no, that was all. Uh, just one recorded with Carl and Wise because yep. they live close. Yep. But the rest of them were um, just sort of across yep. across the pond. Yeah. I mean, Stinkin' Slumrock. Yeah. You know. But I mean, Shakes, I know Shakes recorded with Recluse. Yep. Mm. 
Uh, so he came in to record for it. And uh, yeah, and Slumrock, I don't know where he recorded. And then, uh, and Musty probably from Pang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we haven't even um, said the name of this six track EP yet. Oh, God. Ca- yeah. Carpal Tunnel from Gunfingers. Yeah. And that has got to be the funniest name yeah. for an EP it's I've genius. ever heard. These names, these names are all <laughs> fucking ridiculous. <laughs> essentially, essentially, what happened was um, even Gully Boy. Gully Boy wasn't conceptualized until halfway through Carpal Tunnel no, sure. because it was going to be just Mogwai and Wise Guy. <clears throat> And I was like, you know, that little voice inside me was like, you know, partner in crime, partner in crime, yeah. lock him down, yeah. knock him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> knock him no, up. No, I'm kidding. Um, but I was just kind of like, yo, what if we like, I mean, Mogwai and Wise Guy's a bit blah, blah, blah. like, what if we put a, you Give know, it a name. gave it a name? Yeah. And mm. at the time I was just throwing... Uh, I learned so much just from like linking up with Who Knows Crew. I mm. cannot believe. Just I'm going to take two seconds to just shout out Who Knows Crew because I haven't yet, and it's unbelievably important because they. I mean, if Who Knows Crew is not on on a motherfucker's radar, then I don't know what to tell. Like, I mean, they are coming. Mm. They are motherfucking coming, and I have so much faith in my team. Like, yeah. they are. If you don't believe in your team, then what you know? What like? What do you believe in? Yeah, you know what I mean, and. Uh, I, I'm going to try and prattle off the names now and make sure that I don't leave anyone out. If I do leave anyone out, I'm really sorry, but you've got to understand it's a fucking big crew. <laughs> uh, Wise, Hammy, Carl, Crops, Dan, 10th Dan, uh, Jum. Oh my God, I'm starting to slow down. Mumbles, Creature, uh, Omenis, Docile. We're at 10. Okay, i got to keep going. Keggles. How could I forget Keggles? <laughs> Keggles, Keggles, Keggles. Man, this is... This is a greasy D real. Jesus Christ. Dude. How much more? Master Marks. We're at 14 now. Uh, I'm going through the new cipher in my head because we've yeah, got yeah. a new, we're sitting on a new cipher uh, produced by Mus Volkov. Which I'm not supposed to talk about. Yeah, uh, quickly drop a nut in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is killing me, man, because I know I've forgotten someone and I'm going to hate myself for forgetting them later. And they're probably someone. I'm, oh. Kenner, Mr. Whippy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to call it there, but I I'm, I'm really feel like I'm missing something. Okay. So I'm really sorry if I've missed you, but I love you regardless. Um, now I know it's going to stick with me. I shouldn't have done that because now I'm just going to be sitting here being like, did you miss anyone? Did you miss anyone? Did you miss anyone? <laughs> I'll go back through it. I'll... Yeah, we'll go back through it at the end. Yeah. Um, Helix. No, yeah. I haven't met Helix, but Helix. Yep. Dope producer. Mm. Yeah. Check out his uh, production album on Bandcamp. Helical. Uh, it's called uh, Helical Projections. Yeah, Helical it. Projections. Mm-hmm. And it's it. really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fucking awesome. But yeah, anyway, so I love Who Knows Crew and I think they make some fucking incredible hip hop and if you're not listening to them, then you need to be listening to them. Mm. Uh, there's no there's no two ways about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, what was I saying before that? Uh, uh, we're talking about the name. About- Oh, yeah, tunnel. Carpal Tunnel. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so, uh, yeah, so I was saying to Josh, like, I don't want to just, I don't want to just be Mogwai and Wise Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be Mr. Mo- <laughs> uh, no, uh, and I, and, and I was, yeah, that's what I was saying. I learned a lot about hip hop from linking up mm. with these guys and mm. my vernacular changed and the way I talked changed. And Josh taught me a lot about just being cool, dude, you know, just mm. being Mr. Cool, which mm. I'm not. I'm, mm. uh, I spack out on the regular I mean, all of our music videos, I have been a nutcase. Like, uh, I mean, we filmed, um, we filmed Stick Fat, 
We filmed Stick Fat the night before we filmed Gunfingers. Mm. We got fucked mm. filming Stick Fat. I had booze all over my shirt. I almost threw up several times. We were fuck. I was on the I was on the Little Fat Lambs, and <laughs> but before all that. We, didn't, we were working with a production team we'd never worked with before the next day mm. for Gunfingers. Um, and they were like, they were about making short films and stuff. They weren't, they'd never worked with a rapper. So they were just kind of like, oh, like storyboards and, and plans and that sort of thing. And we'd given them fuck all up mm. to this point, sweet FA all the way up to this point. And then it was the night before and this dude's going, yo guys, like, music video happening and i was like oh my god josh we've got no location we've got no plan we've got nothing all we've got is a fucking red convertible and we don't even know where that is and all those sorts of things and josh is like trying to punch a durry and he's like shut up shut up and i was just like josh 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 and he's like shut up and i mean you know the dynamic between the two of us it works yeah josh is total lack of mm. fucks given <laughs> and my, you know, overdose of fucks given, it makes, it makes shit happen. I mean, shit wouldn't happen if I didn't give a, a major fuck. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, shit also wouldn't happen if I gave so much of a fuck that I threw myself into a deep pit. We call it the nightmare realm. It's mm. something that me and Josh share. It's when everything is going wrong and... It, it, all the voices in your head are turned up to a thousand and it's just like, Ugh! I mean, I think um, medically it's called depression or anxiety or yeah. one of those. But I mean, for us, it's the nightmare realm. I mean, you give it a fun name and then all of a sudden it's a demon that you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a demon you can fight yeah. um, and recognise when you're just hurtling out of control. Oh, it's getting dark. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, and so back to the name, uh, because I'd learned so much about just vernacular and stuff, I was throwing the word gully around like no tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it was a new word for me and it was really like cool because it's it a very UK hip hop word. Mm. I mean, and um, <clears throat> and then I, I actually came up with the name Gully Boy, but Josh came up with the name Couple Tunnel from Gunfingers. He like hit me up one day because like, I mean, I talked to Josh on the phone every day yeah. and, uh, and he was just like, oh, dude, I had this idea last night, fucking like coolest name for a song, like, Carpal Tunnel from Gumfingers. And I was just like, eh, sure. Like, and I was just kind of like, nah, like, that ain't it. And I just sort of was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not really, you know, I didn't say anything. I was just kind of like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, what's going on? <laughs> and then, uh, and then we sat on it for a little while and then all of a sudden I was just like, couldn't see the EP being called anything else but that. Yeah. And it was the same with Gully Boy. When I said, oh man, I got this idea. Why don't we call Gully boy, not gully boys. Scrap the S. Yeah. Nobody spell it with an S. <laughs> gully boy. Mm. And uh, and he was just like, uh. mm. and then I mean, you know, and then it just happens. Mm. You know, it gets it feels right after a certain period yeah. of time. The names that get thrown around feel right, and the ones that don't feel wrong, and they get in the you know chucked in the bin. So yeah, yeah. whatever. But yeah, long, that was a really long way to tell a short story. <laughs> so um, did you shoot those two the two clips in Sydney? Yeah, yeah, Gunfingers, we filmed both in Sydney. Yeah. Uh, Gunfingers and Stick Fat, they were both in Sydney. Yeah. Um, honestly, that wouldn't happen without uh, Kim Barr, Fragile, literally being the designated driver for the entire weekend. He made everything happen. Mm -hmm. And um, and also Keggles just fucking pulling that red convertible out of nowhere, man. It was like a Ford Capri, yeah. the fucking number plate. Tesla, yeah, Tesla, yeah. dude, like, 
That is ridiculous. I know. Only fucking Keggles, man. Only Keggles. He's a great cunt as well. You know what? I know a lot of really great motherfuckers, and I'm sending love to everybody <laughs> right now, hey? But no love for the shit guns. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how long do you reckon you were working on the album for? Once again. All in. Uh, so actually, I um, I went to America halfway through. Yeah. So I went to America halfway through making that EP, and Josh was like, right, so what does that mean? Just like, fuck you, goodbye? Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, how are we going to make this album if you're going to be in America? Couldn't have come at a worse time. What the <laughs> fuck were you thinking? Blah, 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 blah. And so I'm sitting in America not knowing what to do other than nangs with my Indian housemate <laughs> and getting into legal trouble in Mexico. And uh, <laughs> and I was just like, i gotta, I got to do something. Oh, and I was going to frat parties, which are trash, by the way. But, you know, went in Rome. And, um, and yeah, and I was like, oh, what to do, what to do. So I bought a, I bought a kit. I bought mm. a setup. I bought, I bought a mic. That's when I hit you up. I hit yeah. you up just seeing what mic you had. And, and, uh, yeah, I bought a mic. I bought a interface and, uh, yeah, man, I bought everything mm. and said it. I'm like, fucking housemate couldn't believe it. He thought I was moving in for good. He was just <laughs> like, bros, what are all these packages showing up? I was like, oh, that's the, that's the mic stand. That's the fucking, you know what I mean? And it was just, and then I bought an NPC while I was over there too. No wonder I ran out of fucking money. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> I ran, man, by the end of that, man, at the start of that trip, I was cooking like crab meat, pasta. I was going, <laughs> oh, I went to the supermarket. I bought this fucking $30 crab arm and I was I was like, yeah, bro, I'm gonna be man. I didn't even know how to open it. <laughs> no one told me that you gotta fucking crack that thing open. I was not necessarily accustomed to cooking for myself either. Love you, mum. And uh, and I was just like, yeah, doing that. Man, I was fucking cooking these bougie. I had this Jamie Oliver cookbook. I was I was all over it. And then by the end of the trip, man, I'd figured out how to make fucking carbonara out of a box of pasta and a container of spam. Yeah, <laughs> that was dinner. I yeah, was like. Bro. Bon appetit, mace. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I always had beers and Buddha, but, um, yeah. you know, the food situation got ugly towards yeah. the end there. I've been on the Megaran diet for as long as I can find. Yeah, you're yeah, looking man. good, man, you know. <laughs> I'd recommend it, you know. it's uh, When my mum saw, because my parents ended up coming to meet me in LA for Christmas, mm. and they came to LA. I, I came down from San Diego, oh, up from San Diego to LA, Mum thought I was a homeless person because I had looked emaciated. <laughs> like I had no meat on my face. I looked bad. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and I had a mad beard too. I mm. looked hectic. Not in a good way. I mean, <laughs> like bad hectic. Uh, I did. I looked like I was living under a railroad or something. Um, anyway, uh, I bought a kit over there and yeah. um, and I, I finished the album over there. Yeah, I was recording right. all my verses from my room in San Diego, oh, sure. San Diego, La Jolla, baby, and uh, and uh, yeah, you know, it worked out. And then and then once I figured out, once I got the hang of it, I was like, "Fuck, I'm I'm gonna start." And that's when I started my solo album mm. in in the states, mm. which uh, is uh, yeah, got a little bit of news on that, but talk to that in a sec. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh any shows post lockdown? <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> nothing. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I, okay, I sound like a gronk. Um, we we have every intention to tour Carpal Tunnel. Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of we've got a lot of heads listening in Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. Because people think we're from Brisbane. Yeah, <laughs> uh, everyone thinks I live in Brisbane. Yeah, and as a result, I've got a lot of I've got a lot of fans. In, not a lot of fans, but I mean, you know, we've got a following in Brisbane, which is yeah. really nice. Yeah, you know, shout shout out to anyone who's ever supported us 
because it literally means the world to us. And I see every single motherfucker's name when it pops up in the order list and I, I know who you are. Or, and if I don't know who you are, then I feel even better about it because I'm like, oh, it's a stranger. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, love to everybody that supported us thus far because we really wouldn't have kept doing it if if they hadn't. But, I mean, um, God, man, I have the attention span of a goldfish. <laughs> hey? I just fucking trail off. Um. It's good, yeah, man. It's I'm good. enjoying this. Co- I'm yeah, enjoying yeah. this conversation. This is why. I, uh, this is what they used to say. Like, literally every parent-teacher interview I ever had at school, <laughs> my dad'd come in and he'd be like, "Right, so uh, how's my son going?" And they'd be like, "Well, Mr. Viola, he uh, he's a distraction to himself, <laughs> and worse, a distraction to everybody else in the class." <laughs> oh my god! Every single time we'd leave those meetings, why do they keep saying this about you? <laughs> <laughs> I go home and watch Robot Chicken. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, well, I appreciate thank you. the conversation. Well, I appreciate you guys. Um, anyway, yeah, so see, now I've lost my train of thought again. Shows. Shows. Yeah, we had every, 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 every intention to tour Carpal Tunnel from yeah. Gunfingers. And um, <clears throat> we were planning it. We were actually planning it while I was in mm. the States. Mm. And then we came back and... Yes. Yeah. yeah. Madness. Madness yeah. and pandemic. Yeah. And so it got put on hold. I'm also in my final year of uni. Yeah. And uh, doing the hard the hard yards now. Yeah. Um, and so I don't really uh, don't really have the time in the ne- in the coming months. Yeah. I don't have the time. But I mean, post post that, yeah. I'll be uh, all guns blazing, and I'm really gonna get my act together when when it comes to playing live shows and shit. Mm. Well, I'm very excited to see the tour. Mm. Oh, That'd yeah. We're awesome. very excited to put on a tour, yeah, eh? yeah. You know, we're thinking a few spots, definitely Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney, and the mountains Yeah, uh, at least. Yeah. 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 That's the plan at this stage. But, I mean, yeah, it's still, at the moment, like, we're sort of working, uh, as I said, I've just finished a solo album and Josh is working on a solo album or EP as well, a yep. project as well. And, uh, and then and we've also... Uh, started on the Gully Boy album. Nice. Yeah, the full length Gully Boy album, which is Oof. that's a big deal. We've linked Fuck up. Yeah. We've linked up with a producer who's just uh, levels levels above anything we really heard. He's Australian though. Yeah. And he's not necessarily a. So you may or may not have heard of him, but yeah. uh, motherfuckers are gonna know. Motherfuckers are gonna know when they hear him. They're gonna yeah. be like, whoa! And it's just it's once again it's like how could someone of this talent and caliber mm. have gone under the radar mm. for so long. Yeah. You know mm. what I mean? Mm. But, well, tell us about this shit if you're happy to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, man. Tell well, us about your uh, so I am currently sitting on a, uh, a solo album, my next album. So I guess it's the follow on from Milk Crate Cinema. Yep. And first, first single, well, it's not really a single, but I mean, first music video of it is dropping this month. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Fresh. 25th of June on the Who 20... Knows YouTube channel. Yeah, hey, this me... might... When, when's this coming out? Yeah, this I'll just have a look at when when's this, this coming is coming out. out. This is coming out. This will be released after that. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, I hope you fucking listened to my song, <laughs> is what I have to say to you, people of the future. Yeah, uh, and if you haven't, just go and if find you haven't, it on YouTube, wherever I'm it is. I'm making a list and I'm checking it twice. <laughs> this, uh, is dro- this is dropping on the 9th of July, so any... This any... is dropping on the 9th of July? Yeah, yeah. cool beans. I mean, I still won't have really announced this project by then, I yep. don't think. So, the um, I have a... Uh, yeah, full length album. Well, I mean, full length. I mean, it's ten tracks. Yeah. Um, being released in installments. 
which oh. is different, I think. Um, interesting. Three tracks per installment, except yep. for the last one, or maybe I'll just throw, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, the the uh, entire project has been produced, mixed and mastered by Phil Gector. Yep. Yeah. Hectic. Hectic. Uh, massive fanboy moment for me. Mm, I can imagine, but, man. you know. Gecko's on some other shit. It's like I just play it cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, dog. Yeah, that mix was, that was dope, man. <laughs> but I mean, really, I'm like rolling around on the floor screaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's. Possibly the the album's called The Vacation Tapes, but the album won't come. I, I mean, it won't. As I said, it's going to come out in three installments. First yeah. installment's called Camp Sleep Away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's um, it's intense. It's very different. Yeah, it's very different. And I'm not just saying that, like, oh, yo, man, like, really explored, you know, swear words in this one. Like, <laughs> this is it's very different to any music that I've made thus far, and I'll show you guys. I'll give you a sneak peek after this. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you liked Gunfingers, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. it's about as close to Gunfingers. Like, that's the closest reference point I could give yeah. you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's been a – it's my favourite body of music to date. Yeah. Is it done? It's done. It's I mean, done. it's not done, done, done. There's one more song that needs to be mixed and mastered. Okay. Uh, so it is – It's. I mean, it's more or less done. Yeah. Uh, it'll be done in a matter of days. Yeah. Uh, and I did uh, all the artworks myself for the nice. first time. This is, I guess I was sort of thought, you know what, fuck it, if I'm going to do a solo release, you know, pull my pants up, do it right. Yeah. So I did all the artworks myself and really pushed myself there. Um, the plan is, all right, now you can cross-check me against this later and you can see how I went against my uh, my KPI, but my plan is six clips. Wow. Holy shit. Six clips. First clips in the barrel, yep. ready to go. So five more. Three, uh, I'm going to film and edit. Yep. First one I have already. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to do three clips myself and three clips with a, with a team. Yeah. Uh, the dynamic visuals boys may or may not be making a comeback yep. for this one because there's a big tune on there that's pretty big schmood. Um, another, another point of reference, I guess, is... Um, Phil Gector's new album. Yeah. Because yeah. that they were they were the sort of beats that he was making yeah, at, at the, the time. time. In fact, yeah. he actually I'm pretty sure he churned that whole album out since and the EP since we've started working on this. So he like <laughs> he just like left me in the dust for speed, eh? Yeah. Because we started working on this and it was going, it was and then he was just like, Yo, I think I'm gonna release an EP, and then he released an EP, and then he's like, Yo, I think I'm gonna release an album. <laughs> it's like, bro, how did you do all that so quickly? <laughs> Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and man. it's a phenomenal album. If you haven't checked it out, uh, Phil Gector, a.k.a. Blondie Man. Um, and it's called Boat. And yeah. the first one's called Blondie Man. And they're all fucking, you know, blondest of all time. Yeah. I mean, I've listened to it so many times. It's not even funny. It's so fresh. I've listened to it so many times. I fuck with it so much, man. Um, but yeah, um, this album, uh, where I've only got three features. Yep. I'm trying to keep it. Trying to keep it small. Um, it's probably still not small, but I mean, uh, we've got Carlos the Jackal. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, Wise Guy makes an appearance. Yeah. And uh, Bronx. Yeah. Oh, from nice. EU. Yeah. Um, okay. Because he's fucking dope and yeah. they're dope. And I just thought, you know what? 
I'm going to make a, uh, I, the song with Bronx is probably the closest to anything you've heard from me in the past. I mean, it's very like milk. Uh, Josh heard it the other day and said that it sounded like um, an extension of Milk Crate Cinema. Yeah. So, I mean, if you liked Milk Crate Cinema, you'll like that song. And, yeah. um, and the rest of the stuff is fucky and freaky. So, yeah. Cool, Strap man. in. <laughs> if you like it, great. Let me know you like it. If you don't like it, take a long walk off a short bridge. You know, <laughs> that's all I can say. Because <laughs> I am done giving a fuck. Yeah. yeah, bro. It's good to just experiment with all that kind of shit and just like <clears throat> find your own fucking way. Definitely, You've man. always been doing unique shit with your voice and stuff. Thank I you, mean, man. Like, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just mean, keep it going. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there was a lot of... There's always been a lot of um, flack about the, the voice. I mean, mm. but it was so just, uh, it was just so elementary that, because I'm Sherlock Holmes, uh, <laughs> elementary, my t- <laughs> it was so like childish that it didn't, did like, of course, that was going to always be a, a roadblock. Do you know what I mean? People would be like, yo, what's, what's wrong with his voice? And it's like, well, what's wrong with your brain? Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, Straight like. Up. And I never sort of, I it, it genuinely, of all the things that do affect me, that has never affected me in the slightest. Mm. Because Oof. fuck it, man, we're mm. entertainers. And that's the thing. Like, I've never gotten up there and said that I do something that I don't do. Unless I said it in such a fictional way that no one could ever possibly believe that I did that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, uh, I've never said anything I'm not, like, you know, 100% on. Mm. Actually, that's such a lie. Most of damn dirty apes are not 100% on, but I mean, but I mean, at least for the time, there's no fronting exactly. Yeah. There's been no fronting, there's been no you know, I don't use the sound to um perpetrate a, a, a personality of someone who's mm. straight and fucking, yeah. I mean, you know, I love hip hop, I love hip hop culture, and mm. and but I mean, I'm not out there, you know, flipping packs and and hitting cunts with the boomstick, yeah. you know, whatever they're, they're doing these days yeah. in, mm. the, in the streets. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's never really bothered me. Yeah. Well, I think that's up to speed with Mogwai. Yeah. Uh, anything we've missed you want to talk on? Not really. I've pr- probably shouted out every single person I've ever met. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <That's good. laughs> and, um, and yeah, I, I really thank you guys for having me. It's Pleasure. been Thanks for really coming. dope. You yeah, guys are doing a really, here, really, really good thing putting yeah. on for the scene. Cheers. And, uh, you know, it's, it's fucking important. And I'm flattered, you know, seeing some of the other heads you've had come through. And so I'm I'm chuffed to get the call up. And, um, yeah, and it's been been, been fucking great. Yeah, man, it has been. (laughs) My jeez. So you can hit Mogwai up on Instagram, Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. Facebook's a dead art. Follow (laughs) me on Instagram. Follow me on Spotify. My Instagram is... I don't know. There's just an underscore in there. It's, it's either at the start or at the end. I think it's at the end. I'll uh, find it. I'll Mogwai. Find it. Yeah. Mogwai underscore. Mogwai. Mog dot Y. Yeah. Mog dot Y underscore. Mr. Big Personality. That's me. <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah. And follow Who Knows Crew. Yeah. Follow Who Knows. Who Knows Crew better be on your... Uh, who Knows are the motherfuckers to watch. Straight up. Watch them motherfuckers. Yeah. But yeah. All right, well, thanks heaps, man. Thank, Thank you. you. And uh, until next time, yeah. everybody. Until next time. Peace. Yeah. Peace. Peace, peace.